I am Leslie David Baker, and I'm on the Below the Belt Show. Yes! Alrighty. The Below the Belt Show is closed captioned for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the bad boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down. for another episode of BTB Below the Belt in the Mother Effin' House. I'm your host, Al Soto, a.k.a. Celebrity Soto, your host with the most, here for your weekly eargasm. And let's go ahead and introduce the amazing panel that we have assembled here tonight, starting with, that's right, guys, he is the king of the 80s, the demotivational speaker, the one and the only Chachi McFly. You know, I feel like we're on a double date tonight. Yes! <laughs> yes. Why, why is everybody laughing? <laughs> well, I think it's great because uh, <laughs> I think we're going to please our, our celebrity guest because he wanted, he likes black girls, white girls, Asian girls, big no, hair, all. big butts, and the big curls. <laughs> yeah. So have I, we touched I, on all that? <laughs> it sounds like my dating yeah. profile. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and introduce the ladies in studio, or in the virtual studio, that is. Starting with, that's right, she's affectionately known as Your Grace. She is the mother of dragons, the one and the only Morgan Fabulous. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me, Al. Good to have you on Below the Belt Show. Yeah, it's it's good to be here. You it's know? been a minute. You've done our. You've actually done one of our first uh, BTB yes. home shows. Yes. Yeah. And that was months ago now. Yeah, definitely overdue like to come almost back. three months. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But you're back. You're back by popular demand. You're back. And let's go ahead and introduce. That's right. Actress extraordinaire, voiceover talent extraordinaire, <laughs> wonderful mom. I call her the adorable one. She is Allie Dash. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. It's crazy. Last time I was uh, here on the show, everything was shut down, and now things are, we're still like deep in yeah. social distancing. Yeah. She's still in the closet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> A little closet studio. Of in my closet. In the I closet. Live here. I live here. Last time you were on the show, you were on the show with Oleg the Russian, who is out of the closet. So uh, <laughs> that was kind of cool contrast there. <laughs> um, first of all, uh, how, how's everybody been? I mean, we are entering um, 
the third month of uh, quarantine, but looks like things are starting to open up here in specifically in the DMV, um, both DC, Maryland, Virginia, more so Maryland and Virginia. Um, DC got a little more restrictions, I think. But uh, how do you guys feel like things are starting to open up now? We have um, restaurants. Last week, uh, outdoor service was permitted, and uh, and of course. Um, this coming Friday, uh, indoor dining services will be permitted. So it feels like we're at fifty percent capacity. So yeah. we're, you know, starting to get back to normal life. Has, has, any, has anyone missed the whole restaurant experience? I well, guess. I have, I have Al. I mean, I mean, I just miss being able to plan something and then just do it, yeah. as opposed to now it's like. Okay, where are we going? Do you have your mask? How many people are going to be there? Like, yeah. it just, I, I know a lot of people that as soon as stuff was open outside, they were like the first ones there. But then I also know people who are like, it's still not worth it to me. Like, it's still iffy. So, you know, I, I feel like Allie's like, she, she's agreeing with me. She probably knows like a lot of people that, <laughs> I... are, the same, that are the same way. Like, Right. Allie, are you excited about the things starting to open up? Yeah, I actually haven't been to a store or anything other and since March still. Wow. Wow. One great thing, um, since like I've been we've been in quarantine, my husband's been making Filipino food almost every week. Yes. So that's been amazing. Been living off the how is the non Filipino making the Filipino food as opposed to the Filipino? That I'm a har- my mom never taught me to cook. I'm a horrible cook, and he's amazing at cooking, and he loves Filipino food, too. Oh, nice. I think that's I great, love, but um, is there a reason why you haven't tried to learn? I'm just not very good <laughs> at cooking. It wouldn't hey, turn out very he, well. If he's good, let him cook. Let him do it, right? <laughs> um, okay, that's what fair. is it? Lu- lumpia? Lumpia. Yeah. I love lumpia. I love. So good. <laughs> oh. Now I'm hungry. I'm glad you love that. <laughs> Awesome. So good, so good. Oh man, so that's cool. Uh, gyms will be opening up, so I'm I'm sure everybody is excited to uh, get back and uh, get their summer physique in check. No, it's gonna be the fattest summer ever. Because <laughs> like no one's been to the gym in like four uh, months. <laughs> I don't know. Expect that gym to be uh, packed to the 50% capacity at least. I'd say. I'm sure I mean, it will be. The gym's dirty normally. I was gonna be with all these Corona people in there now. That's a good point. And they're sweating. Yeah. So we have two major um, social issues to talk about today. Obviously, the pandemic, and we're gonna go into what we touched on a lot last week: the whole racial injustice uh, situation and the murder of George Floyd. Um, we like to keep keep things happy here on Below the Belt Show. So. Um, me. Um, but like, you know, like every week we're talking about miserable stuff. We, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this. Mm. Thing, so we're well, definitely not remiss. <laughs> well, let's start since we're already on the topic of uh, <laughs> of reopening uh, everywhere. Um, I'm excited to a degree that film and television production can be- begin in California starting Friday, June 12th, which is a, a good news. Um, they haven't mentioned whether this applies to other states or not. But um, but they still need to be approved by uh, county public health officials. The cast, the crew, and other industry workers must adhere 
to safety protocols, which is totally understood. But uh, this is a promising sign that, um, you know, the shows that we thought we were going to miss due to production um, suspension um, could be picking up. So obviously, you know, um, there's still a lot of other productions that shoot in different areas outside of California. But at least we know that California productions can resume. Now how much is it still play. filmed in California? I feel like everything's filmed like either in Atlanta or other places. I think Atlanta and New York are, are hot, but L.A. is still is the it? number one market. Yeah. I don't see that many yeah. uh, movies that come out that are still filmed in uh, No, movies uh, are different. LA. They have a ton of t- t- TV. TV is yeah. like the, big, the biggest. Uh, but at the studios, though, but not like really like on location stuff, right? Yeah, they have a lot of stuff in their sound stages. Yeah, yeah. The WB Studios or Universal Studios, um, Sony Studios. Right. Um, all so those. All those. All those sitcoms, the um, yeah. multi-camera they call sitcoms, with, sometimes with live audiences, those are all shot in California. Which there are not really many left, but like you know, The Big Bang Theory and shows yeah. like that. Watching the Goldbergs, since I toured like the Sony studio, I see they they use the actual studio and like outside the studio for like their school and all their shots and like they must have like a ten dollar budget because everything is kind of just like um, <laughs> using that Sony studio right. to have, like, on location anywhere that would cost more money. Yeah. But yeah, like, like everything that's outside, like Walking Dead and like all those um you know right. like um you know Stranger Things, all that stuff all seems mm-hmm. to be filmed in like Atlanta now where you can get all these great like outdoor shots. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta because of the tax incentive is so low. Uh, yeah, you think this is too expensive? Well, yeah. Those yeah. are those are, um the Marvel movies, for instance. All those right. big blockbuster um, films love Atlanta because of the the low um, the tax incentive to shoot there. And those, as you know, those films are very expensive. So like Black Panther, The Avengers. Um, a lot of those movies shot, but we were we were lucky to get Wonder Woman 1984 um, yeah. in in uh, DC. But um, but yeah, um, at least do you think, do you think the LA up. would like step up and try to like win some of that business back? Because I mean, you figure that like, they want to be like the capital, they like, are the movie I capital mean, of the world. They they are still ranked the number one um, the number one city of production. Um, even though it seems like a lot of film and TV is shot, you have to think of everything. Um, I right. mean. Like, um tv shows soap operas commercials um yeah. feature films yeah. talk shows yeah. i mean if you if you add all them up la still ranks as number one when it comes yeah. to but um movies i think it's a little different i think um atlanta and really movies are shot really anywhere um but um i'm a lot in canada you know, too canada mm-hmm. Van- yeah, thank Vancouver. Vancouver. yeah as you know we've had uh Allie, when you were on, uh, voice actress uh, Katrina Salisbury, who, um, who's from Vancouver, so very popular uh, in that area as well. Uh, news on, on uh, movie theaters. So California movie theaters can reopen um, as early as Friday as well. Wow, this is uh, interesting. Wow. 25% or at a maximum of 100. Um, 100 people. Yeah, 100 people, whichever is fewer. Okay. So, obviously, still have to um, follow social distance, distancing, of course. But, I mean, that that's um, a positive thing. Um, I'm guessing it's going to happen to uh, two other states. But AMC just announced that they are targeting to open all locations in July. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, they need to because they're on the verge of bankruptcy. Yeah. 
And July is, I think, when the first um, blockbusters are scheduled to come out, including yeah. Mulan. Um, yes. Morgan, I knew you were in, um, on the show. Really want to uh, see that. Jimmy yeah. Wong. Um, he was star great. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, so yeah. I know um, hopefully Mulan will stick to schedule and stick to their July um, date great. opening. Now, do you think they will? I mean, because the, the international market probably still isn't completely open yet. Because all these movies make all their money like internationally. Yeah. I, I hear China. Well, I've read that. I think we mentioned on the show that China has um, open theaters already. As you know, they were. Wow. Yeah. They, I mean, well, I know they were know, starting they were, to for a while, then they, they shut back down again, but I don't know if they reopened yeah. after that. They were the epicenter of it, but. Um, right. But, you know, now the U.S. has become the epicenter of things. Um, but AMC, yeah, they lost um, $2.2 billion in revenue. Damn. Yeah. Wow. $2.2 billion. Yeah, I miss. I mean, I definitely like going to the movies in the summer. Like, right. Yeah. That's like a big thing. Get out, of, time the, to go. Get out of heat and humidity. Yeah. Right? And it's I all mean, the big blockbusters, like, you know? Right. All the summer blockbusters. take their kids. Like, that's a big summer thing. So. Absolutely. I mean, hopefully a lot of those will open. I mean, yeah, that's that's a huge, a huge industry. Like, it's definitely <laughs> hurting. So the MTV uh, Movie and TV Awards uh, is the latest award show to be moved. Um, they're looking at December. They haven't confirmed it yet, but it will not take place this summer. It usually does take place this summer. Um, um, that, that was a fun um, award show for a while. Then it just started getting really political. Yeah, I hope they move it you know? to never. Like fight the, system, fight the System Award. And, oh, yeah. It's been a very you know? long time since I've watched it. Right, yeah. It's, they used to be good, and it's yeah. just it's just like the VMAs that Probably they like suck too. Mid-2000s. Yeah, the VMAs. Yeah. Like, there was nothing bigger. Like that was that's bigger than they the Grammys. Lot. I thought back in the day. It was always, back in the day, and there all this shocking stuff that would happen. Yeah, yes. when Br- Britney, uh, oh, yeah. Taylor Swift and Kanye. Yeah, Michael Jackson oh, kissing. Some of historic moments on the MTV VMAs and the uh, Movie Awards. So. Um, yeah, those are fun. I mean, they were fun to attend, you know. I did enjoy those. Um, big concerts, obviously, still being pushed, even though we're reopening. Concerts are still going to be pushed and canceled. Lollapalooza, the latest yeah. of the um, big concerts that are, uh, that was announced, it was supposed to take place July 30th through August 2nd at Chicago's Grant Park. That draws about 100,000 people, and now, there was no way in hell. Were they just canceled just now? Lollapalooza itself? Yeah. Well, reading? They, well, no, they decided to postpone or uh, cancel cancel the actual entire festival. But they just decided that now, right? Is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, correct. Oh. And it was supposed to be in July? Uh, July 30th through August 2nd. Well, they had to have known <laughs> a while ago that it was going to be canceled. I mean, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, and plus that takes months and months to like sell tickets and stuff. Like, how are you going to sit there and have mm-hmm. it like canceled like – you know, a month and a half out or whatever. That makes sense to me, man. It's especially yeah, no with, with together all those kind of people. Bonnaroo, yeah. Coachella, all those big. Uh, yeah, festivals. Coachella. This yeah, is just a year where everything fun is going to be canceled. Well, That's... apparently Art Basel is still on for oh, December. Really? So... That's on my bucket list. Have you been? Fingers crossed. Morgan, yes, have I... you been? 
I've gone for the last two years. Oh, I, like, I'm so I really want to go this year. Um, really? Wow. And cool. so I just, somebody just sent me Wait, a link. How do, you get to, do you get to, into the events? I've been to some of like the after parties. Yeah. I mean, it's really just the whole thing is like as a whole, like you can go and see like free art. I mean, there's right. art at all kinds of places. I mean, there's just a lot of people there. Um, okay. Alec Monopoly. I don't know if you guys know of him. He's like a big artist. He does a lot of like, he takes like old cartoons like Mr. Monopoly and like Richie Rich and like puts them in like new age, new age kind of paintings and stuff. Um, I saw him. I saw him last year with, uh, I think it was like Fat Joe. I can't, can't but, um, but there's like, it's, it's just a really fun event, and like there's just and it's still it's still scheduled uh, for what what month does that take place? It's December. Okay, so December. Yeah, well, crossed. I think by the fall, wait, wait. I, I think we're looking into some normalcy by by definitely the fall, guys. And you know, provided okay. that was no second wave. How was the um, Big Bone Joe in person? Um, I mean, I just saw him like on a stage, and I, like like he was here, and I was probably like here. Okay. So, I mean, he's a big man. You called him Big Bone Joe. <laughs> Trying to be politically correct, I guess. Yeah, that's a little insensitive, right? Yeah, he can't that's, be insensitive. Isn't that his right. name? Yeah. Can't isn't be insensitive like lately. Name? Big Bone Joe is, 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 is talented. Yeah. Yeah. And that's right, guys. Let's move into the other hot topic, of course. Yes. Um, you mentioned insens- insensitivity. Well, we have to be very sensitive to all of our brothers and sisters um, especially now, all of our black brothers and sisters, um, due to um, the uh, racial injustices that have happened, resulting in the sad death of George Floyd. He was laid to rest. Um, and uh, lots of celebrities uh, actually attended his um, his memorial service, like um, Jesse Jackson, uh, Martin Luther King III, that's uh, MLK Jr.'s son. Um, the Reverend Al Sharpton delivered a eulogy. Um, Tiffany Haddish was in attendance. Kevin Hart, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, T.I. I mean, George Floyd really affected a lot of people. Uh, and uh, it's he probably has no idea, you know. And it speaks volumes that that his tragic uh, murder, um, you know, touched the hearts of. And, and, you know, a lot of uh, people, including celebrities, you know, um, celebrities are showing up to his memorial service, which is which is crazy. Um, I mean, it's got to be hard for the family, though, because the family, you know, must see this on the news like 24 seven, like how we yeah. are. And mm-hmm. it's got to be painful to continue to see it. Absolutely. I, I mean, saw how would you like to see like like, you know, your father's death on, on video. You no, know, murder. I mean, I mean, a nightmare. Yeah. His daughter, like 26 years old. Yeah. Did you see um, uh, George's brother? He did a, um, a plea, to, plea to Congress uh, for police reform. Um, so a lot of people are saying uh, defund police. I, I think that's a misuse of words, personally. You don't want to defund the police because obviously crime will not go away. Um, I agree. We, we still need our, our our men and women in blue. Yeah, can we um, see what happens now when mm-hmm. the... When there's, you know, no law and order, you see like mm-hmm. riots and businesses being looted and burned. I mean, it definitely needs to be reformed, but I mean, you know, 
like Baltimore City, there's like was it 300 and some murders a year, 400 murders. Like that's not the police murdering, you know what I mean? Like, right. And how many yep. would there be without police? You know, I wouldn't even want yeah. to think about. Yeah. I'll, I mean, absolutely. yeah, I I agree. I think like the message is getting lost a lot. I mean, like going back to you know George Floyd, like on the news 24/7. Like yes, his his poor family, his daughter, his brother even got on saying, you know the looting, the rioting, this is not the way. Um, I also agree with that. Do Mm -hmm. I think there needs to be a change in the way that black men are treated in this company, in this country? Yes. Do I think there is racial injustice towards black, Asian, Latin? I mean, there's racial injustice everywhere, but, but yes, police, there is police brutality towards black men and there needs to be a reform there. But And again, like Al just said, this is just me talking because I've had these conversations with a lot of my black friends, a lot of my white friends, and I'm not in politics and I don't know enough. But like, I agree if we defund the police, which in Baltimore, uh, how many police officers are black? Many, many of them. So if we defund the police, what happens when someone, you know, attacks you in your home or there's a traffic incident or you're getting robbed. I mean, I just feel like that's not the answer. There needs to be a reform. There needs to be a, a different way of, of dealing with, um, you know, the way we deal with mm-hmm. with criminals and the way that um, this racial profiling. I mean, it's just if anything, this has called to light a lot of things that people that minorities have, you know, we've been seeing for years. Um I mean, a lot of people asked me how I felt about it. And it was just like, there were so many things, like so many times that I've felt prejudice or racial injustice that I've like buried that I don't even like think about. And it's like, is this an issue about black men and police brutality? Or is this about like racial injustice as a whole? Because I feel it's both. It's it's all encompassing. And I said it's both. But it's like, I don't feel like we're going to fix fix yeah. that in a day. So, Morgan, did yeah. you see uh, the, the Black Lives Matter um, 16th Street in D.C.? Yeah, I a, thought that was awesome. I yeah. Mean, and and, and the, other, the other good thing is that, like, a lot of companies have now been like, we stand with this. And I think that's great. I, I, I definitely think that's needed. And I think that's wonderful to, you know, be heard and seen, but I hope that there are people that aren't just like, oh yeah, I'm just jumping on this bandwagon. Like, you know, like I haven't been posting a lot on social media just because I'm not, I'm not an activist. I'm not like political. Like I don't even like, these are you just also have to think thoughts. of the pandemic. Right. You know, if you like, don't go out protesting, are you villainizing like, yeah. someone who won't protest even though you believe in it because you don't want to go out amongst hundreds and thousands right. of people you know right. i mean the, yeah. it happened at the craziest time you know and i think you're right morgan i think a lot of these companies are just like doing it for like pr like yeah. um like, i mean like, the, uh, like amazon yeah. amazon's known oh, yeah. like notoriously for treating their employees bad of, of all colors, you know, just like running them ragged, like not giving them breaks. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they get they get docked. They have this device where it starts counting down when they have to stock the um, order and they have to run to the other side oh, of the God. warehouse. 
mm-hmm. in hot warehouses. And like, so I saw a lot of people slamming Amazon when they started like posting how Black Lives Matter, all this kind of stuff. And they were like, well, you have a lot of black employees and this is how you treat your employees. So I think a lot of them were just doing it because they want to seem yeah. like, oh, we're noble or whatever. I mean, it's a good message, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. I, I, I'm just wary of their, um, you know, intentions. Their intentions yeah. for doing it. Well, you know? well, this, this, yeah, Allie, please go ahead. I, um, I do think, uh, as far as like with defunding the police, I think it's more of getting so much money out of it. Just is so much money in that the police get away with so many things. And I think if there was less still keep police officers but also there needs to be like for mental health calls and things like that like police weren't supposed to be responsible for all of those different things and there needs to be different people to you know when it's like a mental health call or things like that and yeah i don't know i feel like a lot of officers are just they're allowed to get away with way too much well, speaking of way too much, what do you guys think of two Buffalo police officers in a viral video pushing an elderly horrible. protester, 75 yeah, years I, old? Um, I just couldn't watch anything else. It's like They actually it, pleaded not guilty to felony second degree assault when it was clear, you know, uh, the elderly man, um, you know, was pushed. Um, they said, you know, people are saying, oh, his fall, he oversold the fall. But look, the guy ble- is bleeding out of the head. Cops are walking by him, um, ignoring him. A lot of them are ignoring him. And I was, I, it just, guys, it, it was disgusting, guys. And, you know, I, that that's someone in my father's age range. You know, that that's, yeah. it, it's very, it's very troubling to see something like that. It and uh, the fact well, that, tr- that Trump actually called the man, um, uh, that he could well, basically Trump said that the 75 year old man could be an Antifa provocateur. He said he was pushed away after appearing to scan police communications in order to black out the equipment. Yeah, he's, um, he's insane. He, he fell harder than was pushed, was aiming scanner, could be a setup. I mean, not even um, um, something tactful or, or kind and, and say, well, wishes, uh, to the recovery of this, this, this gentleman, uh, that, that, uh, you know, that is in the hospital due to, again, more police brutality that we're seeing. And as far as I can tell from the video, he wasn't hostile. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't being aggressive. How old was, how old was he? he, was, he he's, he's, well, he's still alive. So he's 75. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's an activist, but he wasn't part of Antifa or whatever. Right. That, no. um, right. He's been fighting, like, civil rights for 20 years. And, like, every he's peaceful and everything. And just this is what Trump I, makes me so angry. Yeah. I'm happy people yeah. see this video now because, like, this is something normally the media wouldn't show. Mm-hmm. But this really this really proves that, like, um, you know, there are cops that are assholes to, like, everybody. Oh, yeah. You know? And we can argue whether they more, they're more assholes to blacks or, or other groups. But, like... This is stuff that happens every day, and it's really just like it's really like a human issue that we all should be on the same side, because yeah, right. like cops should not abuse anybody, no matter what color right. they are. And, and it could very and well be like the this, case for Chauvin too. It yeah, and something like this is like the media wouldn't normally you know, show because the media wants to just push like one kind of narrative or whatever right. sells the best on their papers or or clicks. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I mean, there's I've gone back and I looked at many different cases of of cops unjustly like shooting white people and. Um, it's more of like a shoot first, ask questions later mm-hmm. type of thing. But that needs to change. So I mean, I think it's really like even if people 
out there who don't like you know care about black people or the races or whatever this is happening to white people too i mean this is happening i mean there's you know twice as many white people that are shot um killed by police a year than black um you know we're yeah. very the population but i mean it's still just the, the, the raw numbers so I mean, this is something that everybody can get behind and want, want uh, you know you know want changes for like how the police um act towards the community yeah yeah i think you're right i think it's like it's a it's a call to okay you signed up for this job you've taken on training yes you hold a badge and you hold a gun but at Mm -hmm. what point like you shouldn't be above the law like you are the law you should be upholding it and valuing and protecting Mm -hmm. citizens you can tell someone to step back Mm -hmm. ma'am step back sir step back like if you don't listen then i will arrest you whatever but like just the blatant like disregard for black white elderly Mm -hmm. like i mean but but for but but it's like we see a lot of good like i saw one police officer holding a little little black girl saying like we're here to help you and like yeah. she was lots crying, of cops you know? actually taking so, a like, knee there's some, a lot yeah, of cops taking a knee and showing support of you know um you of, know of the, of the injustices I feel like um, the overall system is what needs to yeah needs to change they have to you know, hold themselves accountable for for excessive mm-hmm. for use of, of excessive force yeah yeah, unnecessary and, you know, excessive force. And I've dealt in my life. I dealt with you know small, small um, dealings with um, police officers, especially when I was younger, and I drove like a like a like a sporty car, and I had to get pulled over for no reason. And like, like they would lie and say like, oh, I saw you swerve. I remember one time I was coming back from the um, BTB studios, and it was like you know um, probably like twelve thirty at night, yeah. ever, And I was and I was driving driving the speed limit, wasn't swerving. Cop pulled me over. You saw me like in a sports car. I'm like, um, why'd you pull me over? He's like, oh, I, I saw you swerve back there. Didn't swerve, but how can I prove it? You know, he right. thought he thought maybe I was drunk because I was out that late driving a sports car. Mm-hmm. And then he did like the pen light to my eyes. Of course, I didn't have a single drink. And then he sent me on on uh, my way. But, you know, well, so I can you imagine, you I can imagine, imagine people the of color where, where that kind of stuff happened all the time. And even if I was older, mm-hmm. that they would they would target mm-hmm. me for, I guess, skin color or, or how I was dressed or whatever. You know, it's got to be infuriating just always getting messed with um when you weren't doing anything i mean cops should be there if they see you speeding and they pull you over you know but it's not right. really something for like oh let me find a reason to pull them over and then try to catch them for something else you know or try to mm-hmm. fill some kind of quota or whatever for like arrest or whatever well people of color um i mean you have to admit they're they're the ones getting the majority of those cops pulling them over and saying is this your vehicle you know yeah. but, you know that that's the ultimate insult right there it's like, oh is this yeah your vehicle um, I mean, it's just appalling to hear that sometimes. But and then, uh, you know, and then you feel like they're racially don't... profiled more. Yep, exactly, yeah. dude. Let's exactly. My the hometown where where I live now. Um, so we actually went to um, it was a peaceful protest in my neighborhood, um, which was amazing to go to. My That's town great. I've lived here since I was a baby, and it's beyond racist. It's beyond. Still a baby. And I, mm-hmm. I it uh, and the um, the organizer, um, 20 years old and just to hear her story and her mom's story and how they get um the mom gets pulled over at least twice if not like ev- like every other week at least God. and asked what are you doing here and racially profiled um the Jeez. girl was called the n-word and just it it had like this i it was amazing to see so many people get together though um 
That's nice. It was yeah. About yeah. 1,500 people show up. And like after growing up here and the disgusting things I've seen, the stuff, like I was, I'm half white and I was called a chink and mm-hmm. told that I'm ugly because I'm Asian. Like uh. they were 90, like 90% See, yeah. white and just, it's, it's, uh, yeah. That's despicable. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah. despicable. Yeah, that, but even, that's, even yeah, Ocean that's City, like we, we went yeah. to this condo from the same person every year in Ocean City and like, um, and like she lived in like this really nice neighborhood um, in Ocean City like where like even the mayor lived at. So we'd have to go pick up the key um, when we go down there. Um, and every time we would pull in this neighborhood, we always would get pulled over by a cop. A cop come out of nowhere and pull us over and ask what we're doing in the neighborhood. And, um, you know, and we had to tell him like, oh, we're here to pick up, um, you know, this key from the person we're running from. And it was like, I mean, it happened like several times. We get pulled over by cops just for riding through the neighborhood. Well, I, I'll have to add that Ocean City cops are some of the most... Oh, yeah. Uh, nitpicky cops ever. Yeah. Like, if you're uh, one mile over the speed limit, which I've gotten two speeding tickets driving Ocean City before, um, they, they will pull you over and they will they they don't give you warnings. They will give you citations. Even, so even on they're, Memorial they're Weekend, we're driving down Coastal Highway mm-hmm. and it wasn't that crowded because of the pandemic. Um, we get pulled over. Like, there's a cop was going like, I guess, 40 miles an hour and we passed him. I think it was going under 40 miles an hour and they pulled my friend over. And, and then he's like, why did you pull me over? And he's like, oh, well, you passed me. And I was going the speed limit, but there were there were cops everywhere that were doing um, radar because, um, you know, oh yeah, that's how I got pulled over. You know, traffic was I mean you know the the the, the um traffic was down that weekend because of the pan- pandemic, so they wanted to get their revenue, so mm-hmm. they just pulled over people for everything. So it's like, yeah, I think it's bad that you know their budget and the revenue and stuff is tied to how many tickets they give out because then they give out a lot more yeah, than normally nice would stuff. instead of like seeing somebody driving drunk or swerving or whatever that you're just trying mm-hmm. to like nitpick people going like a mile over the speed limit yeah. well let's uh talk about another topic which i think is interesting so how, how does everyone feel now about the, the the kneeling in football games um so now the nfl is encouraging its players to speak out and peacefully protest and we were wrong they're admitting they were wrong for not listening to nfl players earlier now, a lot of people were up in arms, you know, um, about football players taking the knee. They thought it was disrespect- disrespectful to the country and our military. But now, in light of this, the, these unfortunate incidents that have happened with George Floyd, um, I feel maybe it's now going to be uh, acceptable to take that I knee. Heard, you know? I heard Kaepernick actually spoke with military veterans and asked, you know, what's going to be the most respectful way to protest, but also mm-hmm. honor the country. And that's why okay. he said, don't sit because that's going to be disrespectful, yeah. but take a knee. And that way you're still, you know, peacefully protesting, mm-hmm. um, but also still loving your country, but wanting to change it. I have to admit, my mind has changed about that. At first I was yeah. like, I don't want to watch a game. This is initially before this all happened. I'm not here to watch a game for politics or any of that. I just want to see a great right. Uh, right. showcase of athleticism. I mean, I, I, but now, I agree. I agree. In light of what happened, in light of what happened, I'm, I think I'm okay with it now. I think I'm going to be okay with it now. I just, you know. I just – I think it's hard. Like, I'm mm-hmm. someone who, you know, my mom is black. My dad is white. Like, the stories that Allie just told, it's like I – I mean, my pa- my family was very accepting, like my whole family, my dad's side, my mom's side. So like I grew up with this whole 
attitude of treat everyone the same. But of course I was called zebra and Oreo and, mm. you know, I mean, still people. Were you called that by, are, by both races? Um, yes. Yeah. And it was, and it was the, what are you? And, you know, and I mean, I've come to terms with that, but I'm also someone who works for like my full-time job is with the DOD. Like I support the military. So and, you know, I do love our country. I, I respect our men and women um, in the armed forces. So I am the person that, mm-hmm. you know, stands for the flag. And and it's like it's hard because I, I agree that something needs to change in this country. But it's it's also hard when I when I, I'm surrounded by people in the military, black, white, Asian, like. Mm-hmm. Some of them are like, you stand for the flag. Like, that's disrespectful. So it's like, mm-hmm. well, if we don't, if they don't kneel, like, how, how are we going to make change? Like, what are we, what are we doing mm-hmm. to, to make this change instead of just kneeling? And like, I guess that's bringing awareness to it. I mean, mm-hmm. now, but. Um, you hear about Drew Brees? Yeah. Uh, Saints quarterback Drew Brees uh, got into some heat for. Um, his comments um, right. saying how, you know, kneeling during the national anthem is dis- disrespecting the flag. And he actually apologized. Um, and, you know, his friends, teammates, the city of New Orleans, the black community, the NFL community, um, he apologized for the comments that he made, especially making those comments um, during this time, which, is, you know, um, you know, <laughs> I would say that I mean, probably. I think, those, it, yeah. I think it's just hard. I think it's hard. Like, I mean, like I said, I know black people who have fought in, you know, Marines, Army, Air Force. I know people that, um, you know, black police officers. And so some of their stances are completely different than that of Colin Kaepernick or, you know, so I think it's I think it's just a, it's a hard situation. I don't I don't think we have the right answers. Like the same thing with taking down the confederate statues it's like that's a part of our history like we all know that but does getting like and again this is just me talking i got a lot i don't know if i'm very similar topics on that but it's like is getting rid of that statue like are we trying to erase the bad things that america has done like yeah that's interesting why are we even doing that (laughs) because we should like at the time that person was celebrated or whatever, like a part of me is like, why are we spending all these resources getting rid of it and even talking about it when we could be saying, this is what this person did. This is how the country thought back then. And now we are moving into this direction. Again, I feel like a lot of black people would disagree with me. I feel like my sister, if she heard me say that would be like, what are you saying? But I just. Very similar to that, Morgan is uh, things that have been, yeah, taken down due to everything going on right now. Um, one is uh, the movie Gone with the Wind on HBO Max. A classic. Um, yes. 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 So apparently. Yes. Uh, it was removed because it is a product of its time and depicts some of the ethnic and racial prejudices that have unfortunately been commonplace in Amer- American society. These racist depictions were wrong then and are wrong today. And we felt the need to keep this title up without any explanation. Um, 
So that film will be um, will be pulled uh, for those races depictions. Um, just, a couple, a couple. Yeah, pro- but, <clears throat> yeah. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. I haven't either. It's supposed I'll never to never go hungry again. It's supposed to be the number one movie if you account for inflation. Yeah, it is. Yeah, number yeah. one Her grossing O'Hara. movie of all times. Mean... If you account for the inflation from the, yeah. the time. But yeah. I mean, it also features um, Hattie McDaniel, which I mean, great, great name. That she, she was the first African American to win an Oscar in that movie. I mean, it's very racist. She's playing the mammy. It's very racist, but she still was. It's still part black. of. Uh, Part of uh, history, historic, part of, yeah, historic cinema. You know, and, you know it's, it's still part of like, I mean, no one's forcing anybody to watch that movie. It's not like you got to wake up in the morning and watch that movie. You can watch it if you want to watch it. You know, mm-hmm. Netflix is yeah. um, removing two, I guess, controversial um, series um, on UK subscribers. One's Little Britain. The other one's Come Fly with Me. Both of them uh, had scenes in the show uh, that use blackface. So okay, well um, that's a bit. Are these like new series book? or are these old series? What are they? And what's the context? Um, well, one of them was in 2003 to 2007, which I guess back then because you saw um, Tropic Thunder, we saw um, White Girls around that time, so that wasn't white chicks. Expensive. Yeah. Um, thank you, white white chicks. Um, you know, that were on both sides of the spectrum there. Um, Come Fly With Me uh, actually came out in 2010. So they, the, the, both series saw white characters play characters from dif- different ethnic backgrounds. So they decided to pull those series due to the, you know, um, the ongoing protests. So was it, was it white, white people cast as black characters? Yeah. That's like, I can, yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, like I, I need to, I need to see the context because it's just yeah. like mm-hmm. the fact, like this history of blackface is so hurtful. The stereotypes, it's so wrong. But again, like I remember taking African American either literature or film, like in college, and it was like I learned a lot of stuff that I had no, like I didn't grow up learning that, like I didn't know a lot of it, and I feel like. Again, it's one of those things, like, if people are like, we're taking down this movie, it's offensive. But, like, there are some people that don't know why it's offensive. And I feel like that hurts our society and our country even more. Like, I was telling this story the other day. I met a girl at college who, she told me that I was the first black person she'd ever met. She was from Maine. Wow. This was so, first so I was, one. I was 19 or 20. And in, and in my head, I was thinking... Well, if all she's ever seen are black people in film, black men on the news robbing or mate or murdering, then like I can be a good example for her to go home to her racist family if they are. And she can be like, no, not all black people are bad or whatever. Like, so I just feel like these things where we're saying, oh, this was insensitive and this is wrong. Like, yes, but we should also be like teaching Mm -hmm. people why it's wrong because Yep. Some people don't even know. Like, mm-hmm. I have friends that like. I feel like history just, gets whitewashed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And glossed over and. No, what do you think like, of cops? Like we celebrate Christopher Columbus and. Well, right now, now we yeah. all know. Now, that now he's not, considered controversial. Yeah. Huh? 
No, but it, but this happens with every every one of these uh, movements where like a lot of great stuff will get done. It's like the same with the Me Too movement, and then you had you know stuff happen like uh, um, Aziz um, that got, got like yeah yeah that he um, got accused by that woman um, for saying that that he Me Tooed her when he was trying to like take her out on a date and like gave mm-hmm. her like red wine instead of white wine or something like that, and she, and she tried to make a big old thing about it, and then the um, um, you know, talking dead host, um, you know, when Chris he Harper. got, Chris Harper, yeah. yeah, so like, um, I think it always happens. And I, th- I think because you're not like having one person in charge of these movements, it's just all these different people. So it's going to like mm-hmm. go off on tangents where like it kind of loses focus on, um, what the main objective is. I mean, the main objective right. should be, um, you know, this p- police brutality, um, thing that we're having, right. not, not trying to ban gone with the wind. Yeah. Right. Know? Right. Very so, similarly. So, so it loses focus, and the people who support your movement, then they start being like, you know, start starts dropping off because they're like, well, right. you know, I, I, was, like, well, I was supporting this, but, like, but I wasn't supporting nope. like tearing down every statue and like, um, you know, banning um, these um, shows. What do you think of the of the show Cops, which has now been officially canceled? I didn't even know it was still oh, on the air. Oh, really? But yeah. it, it's been on for 32 seasons. I know people who loved that show. It's still on the <laughs> on Paramount Fox, yeah. Network. Yeah, it's on the Paramount Network. My husband's now. parents watch that show all the time. <laughs> One it's of my so best like, It looks so fake it, and can you believe <laughs> staged. I'm trying to understand the reason why they would want to cancel cops. But, I mean, does it make sense? Well, why do you think they, they decided? Because they figured it's, it's, it's not just questionable depictions people. of alleged suspects and police. It's mostly white people on cops that are getting arrested. It's a lot of white people on right. like heroin. Like it's all these companies. There's some companies. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. It's, all, it's all these companies. My in-laws are that. constantly watching it, and I, I just like. Mm-hmm. My friend okay. was like hot door. So I wonder how your in-laws will feel. I <laughs> hope to ask them on Friday. That's the cops. Like five the one loves the show. Like yeah. she's like. She went to park school, like, she's, like, she works at Under Armour, and she just, I remember every time I'd come to her house, she'd be watching Cops, and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> she's like, I love this. I love this show. So, okay, well, there's one episode they're watching, and, like, some girl, like, takes a poo on the ground. I'm like, what the yeah. heck? I can't. <laughs> like, I can't watch this show. <laughs> There's all these companies trying to um, kiss ass. They're so afraid of being called racist or whatever, but they right. won't be like, Oh, we're going to cancel this show, even though it has nothing to do with um, police brutality. You know, because of course they're not going to put anything on there that that shows police Dude, brutality. L.A.'s finest was actually they, they're delaying the second premiere. This is a spinoff of Bad Boys. Um, you know, the Chris, um, sorry, Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence. I guess it's a, it's a spinoff of that movie franchise. Yeah. Um, called L.A.'s Finest. It's on Spectrum. And they decided to de- delay the season two premiere because of the nationwide protests, which I think is pretty insane, you know. Um, yeah, see, see, it, it's <laughs> um, people get off the rails like all the so time. So anything you know, like, related to the police or like, what are you gonna, you know, are you gonna stop um, Beverly Hills Cop four from coming out? Right, exactly. Like, well, that's a it, comedy. It, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Like, like yeah. you know, it's it's these right. This is why I hate social media because um, people just just get all up in a frenzy. They want to cancel everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always under. I, like, I always want you know whether if you want to if you want to go to a restaurant, go to the restaurant. If you want to watch the TV show, watch it. If you want to buy this, buy this. But I don't like when people say like, okay, well, because I don't like it. I want nobody to be able to, to do this. You know, I don't like that. Cause that's like when you exactly. start getting into people like burning books. You know, and people um, 
Oh. You know, doing other stuff that you've seen throughout history, you know, like, of course, I don't want someone coming out that's, that's blatantly racist against somebody either. But, right. you know, sometimes you got to put stuff into, um, into the, you know, historical context. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, there's no point in banning cops. I mean, it, like <laughs> the cops aren't on there killing people on that show, you know, and like. Right. And you. So what? Now you can't admit that there's actually good cops out there. I mean, that's like taking right. it. That's, yeah, that's, you know, that's what I'm guessing is, you know, so, so, and that's, that's just kind of the same way as, as people who are racist saying like, oh, there's no good black people. Is that kind of thinking right. that's dangerous by you saying there's no good cops and you can't even show the TV show cops? I, you're, I mean, I you're, uh, you're you're removing an image of of a of a, of, of a good example. Yeah, yeah you're mm-hmm. lumping everybody into the same bucket, which is dangerous. Um, right. You know, no matter when it happens, it happens you know, against Jane, or it happens against Christian yeah. or like. Mm-hmm. But um, now they're uh, offering the movie Selma um, for free for the rest of the month on on demand platforms. That's a great movie. Yeah. So just mercy. Also, Just Mercy's I highly another one. recommend another Just Mercy. Too, yeah. So a lot of those amazing. Kind of... I worked on the screening for them. Oh, and cool. got to even see wow. Brian Stevenson. Um, he's just an incredible. Oh, you went to incredible a human being. I actually got to see. Um, I got to take the video for their social media. Um, oh, at one wow. of their screenings and got to see um, Brian Stevenson in person. This is a DC premiere with some cool. of the cast and tenants. Yeah, so well, Brian Stevenson was there. Um, I didn't meet any of the cast. Um, okay. April Ryan was out uh the one of the premieres that i, yeah. that I did uh, um but he's like incredible human being and just i highly recommend watching that movie it's phenomenal well it shows like how to, messed up I the system is especially exactly. in like places and in that, like alabama and that um, makes sense because it's going to educate you when you see something like that and someone's someone's a great forms. movie i went i went to um actually the real um um city of selma and like walked across the bridge where uh, oh, martin cool. king and all them marched wow. Um, cool. really cool area, and like, I mean, that's a, a great um, docu film to see what they went through, and and that's somebody who did peaceful protesting when he had every right not to do it because mm-hmm. they were beat up by police um, for crossing that bridge. And, wow. But you know, he made great change on uh, just being peaceful because then everybody saw how horrible the cops were for beating up people who were being peaceful. Mm-hmm. You know, where, where if they would have fought back, then everybody would, um, especially back then, when people are racist, be like, "Oh, look, well, right. you know, like those um, black people are doing this and that. You know, they're they're being violent or whatever." There's right. actually an interesting thing about Selma. So apparently, actor David Olilowo, Olilowo, uh, uh said that Oscar voters told the studio that they would not support the film after the cast wore T-shirts that said "I can't breathe." referring to Eric Garner. Eric Garner is another um, black man that was killed, uh, you know, with the same same exact um, mm-hmm. phrase as George Floyd, right. I can't breathe. Um, and it's because of that, the Academy um, thought that was unacceptable, which is crazy. That's why Selma was not recognized for any awards um, for um, on the Oscars. If you notice that, um, Selma yeah, got very... That little oscar love when it was uh when it was released so yeah, that, was, that was definitely year. an oscar with the film yeah that's crazy right the whole oscar so white thing yeah was that, um, that yeah yeah that that i think that was in conjunction <laughs> that was the with year, it. yeah yeah and they said we are not going to vote for that film that's what the academy said wow uh, because we it? do not think it's in their place to do that just because they wore 
I can't breathe t-shirts in protest of killing Eric Garner. I mean, really? That's effing ridiculous. effing believable. Where's that report? I've never heard of that. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll send it to you. It's, it, it was recently, um, David Oliolo, uh talked about it um, recently, and that's... Um, but yeah, I can uh, send you an article, no doubt. Um, but um, but yeah, but I think I think Morgan's um, point was great about um, you know her being like you know an example of what you know black people are to her friend right. who had never been around black people. And I think it's really important, and I think um, you know this is a great documentary I mentioned before. I hope it's on still on Netflix. But this guy um, Daryl Davis. Um, and he actually befriended, um, he's a black man. KKK? Um, yeah, a black singer. Yeah. And he actually befriend, befriended KKK um, members. Cool. He would seek out them and befriend them. Yeah. And he actually had like over 200 Klansmen give up their robes after becoming yeah. um, his friend. Wow. I you talk know. about that all the time. I haven't seen that. The, yeah, I heard about that. I haven't because, seen that. Yeah. Oh, so good. Go ahead. Chaji, go ahead. But yeah, I, yeah, I and talk like about um, that all the time, like. So, so this guy, I mean, a lot of the people there was were, were talking. They're like, well, you know, I always in the clan people were talking. Like, I always thought that, um, you know, black people are like this or that. But then, like, right. But then, you know, I started becoming friends with um this guy Daryl, and then, you know, I'm like, well, he's not like that at all. You yeah. know, So I can't sit there and say like, oh, all black people are like this when mm. I know a black person who's not like that at all. And right. it's real powerful. And it's funny that the one person in there who really gave him a lot of shit about doing this was a, a black activist who said that right. they didn't like him befraying the clan and how are you befraying the enemy or whatever. But he's like, well, I'm changing hearts. And, you know, it's like, so, and so that is just, you are like saying everything that I like, yeah. this just goes to like any kind of disagreement in life. If you just mm-hmm. sit down with the person and some people don't want to talk to you. Some people just go, you're a Republican, you're a Democrat, you're right. an atheist, you're a Catholic. And it's like, if you could just sit down and find, like, there's, we all have common ground at some, at some level. And, and what you're talking about, like, that is a prime example. Like, these Klansmen are, are, were bred to think that black people are all horrible and animals, right. you know, we don't have anything in common. And this this one man took it about himself to say, well, why do you think that way? Just ask them why. why? Yeah. And they had a conversation. And it's like, and I mean, I know I, I was just talking to a couple of my friends and I'm like, I know I have the like kumbaya mentality, but I do. Like, I just feel like if people could just sit down and say what they're afraid of or what they don't like, I really feel like, a lot of this could be solved because black people, so many of them are so angry and so upset and you have every right to be. But I don't think that by saying all police officers are bad or let's loot or let's, you know, rob or whatever. I mean, it's not all the black people, but it's just like, we're just not, I just don't think it's making things better because you're just telling the already racist people, well, Look, look what yeah. they're doing. Yeah, I think on social media, like you see a lot of people social like they, media, yeah. if you disagree, I mean, if you if, if you think a certain way about a race, then people will be like, you're horrible. I want to get, get you fired from your job. I want to like, mm-hmm. you know, ruin your life. Instead of people being like, well, why do you think that, you know, or, or here's right. why you're wrong. Like nobody has the conversations anymore. Everybody wants to yell and scream. And I mean, isn't it better to change a heart than to have somebody spend their whole entire life mm-hmm. and raising kids and like, you know, to be racist yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. like, 
and you, and you have it like every way. Like Morgan was talking about like her like being called names from like white people and black people, and like right. me growing up with um, some black friends. I know they would often like look at people and be like make fun of somebody for being too dark skin or somebody for being too mm-hmm. light skin. Mm-hmm. It was always oh, yeah. like it was always like I mean there's prejudices you know yeah. so across the gamut. Let's uh, pivot. I'd like to pivot to a couple um, of these uh, same issues uh, going on in Hollywood. But so that, um, really? the documentary is called um, I, I just found it on here. It's called Accidental oh, okay. um, Courtesy. Daryl Davis, Race in America, and I I believe it's on PBS right now. Is it on Netflix? Did you mention Netflix? It was on Netflix. I'm not okay. sure if it still is. Because Netflix is having um, a Black Lives Matter collection on U.S. subscribers. Um, it's all grouped together. It includes Spike Lee's The Five Bloods, Avery DuVernay's 13th, and When They See Us, obviously. It was one of those mm-hmm. war-winning um, limited series, Mudbound. Dear White People, Moonlight have all uh, been focused on on Netflix, spotlighted as Black yeah. Lives Matter. But the, um, but the black activists in this um, documentary, like, mm-hmm. there are definitely people out there um, who don't mm-hmm. want to see um, harmony between the races. And I don't mm-hmm. care what color you are. There's people who make their living off of having the races battling, you know, politicians, oh, yeah. media, you know, activists, you know. So, like, it, it's – we're definitely not – I mean – we're paying the price, all of us, you know, people who have friends of all different colors, you know, so we're, mm-hmm. you know, pitted against each other all the time, you know, by the media and stuff like that. And I think, I think the majority of people, especially in, in, in this day and age, you know, like people who are nice, like, like people who are, are good to them, like people who have stuff in common. You know, I, I don't think there's many people who would just be like, oh, I won't talk to that person because he's black. Or I won't talk to that person because he's Chinese. Like, I don't think... In 2020, it, that's as prevalent. I mean, I, I know it still exists, but I think mm-hmm. the most, you know, most of Americans are good, and most Americans yeah. like will like mm-hmm. you if, if you're a nice person. We want everyone to that's... feel that yes, way. I hope so. <laughs> oh, do you absolutely. think that's part of why, I like, representation in movies and TV shows yeah. are so important? Because if people grow up and they only see, you know, black people in certain roles, Asians right. as the like nerdy, quiet, right. you know, right. they're gonna think these you know different stereotypes and i think mm-hmm. you know i feel like representation is so so important so key and it's interesting interesting you meant to mention that alec because we mentioned riverdale last week vanessa morgan who actually we interviewed uh, at the new york comic-con um she talked about um love her she, yeah isn't she great how she's not paid fairly compared to her co-stars mm. including little reinhardt mila mendez um, so apparently Riverdale creator and showrunner Roberto Aguirre Sacasa apologized to Vanessa Morgan, and she said that they love Vanessa and she's right. Um, they, they said they want to make the promise um, and um, honor her and the character she plays, as well as all the actors and characters of color, and change is happening and will continue to happen. So whether that means they're going to pay her, you know, you know, right. comparable to her co-stars remains to be seen, but they um, they're aware of it, you know, and they they, they said they want to change. Um, I do feel like a lot of change has been happening, and people are starting to listen to each other and have mm-hmm. those conversations. And I think some, but some are not. I, and so, social yeah. media has caused actor Hartley Sawyer to be fired from The Flash on CW. Um, Who's after Hartley Sawyer? A good question. I haven't seen The Flash in. I used to love that show, but I haven't watched it in years. 
yeah, I'm trying to find the character name. Um, Ralph Digny, the elongated man. So he had the mm. stretching. Was that your name like back in high school, Will? The elongated man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also the lady. I don't think I ever met that. <laughs> knew that character. It's <laughs> no, good. But, it's good. But no. Um, okay. Yeah. He he was a uh, he's similar to Mister Fantastic from Fantastic Four, who could stretch all of his limbs to incredible lengths. Um. So he played that character. So apparently, um, he had some tweets, um. Let's see some of the examples of what he said. The only thing keeping me from doing mildly racist tweets is is the knowledge that Al Sharpton would never stop complaining about me. Okay. Um, he also talked about enjoyed a seek and this is misogynistic things he said. Enjoyed a secret boob viewing at an audition today. Interesting. Um, he also uh, referred to assaulting women as date rape myself so I don't have to masturbate. Okay. Um, yeah, Date rape myself so I don't have to masturbate. How's against women if he's doing it to himself? <laughs> I don't know. Right. They, they, they found it offensive. All right. I guess the word, the verbiage of date rape. Just the verbiage of date rape, I guess. Um, well, can, you, can you date rape um, men too? But, Technically, you can. All right. I mean, but the prevalent. Uh, what would what ones. would that do? <laughs> I mean, if you're gay, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, you're the gay man. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna stop. Keep going. Van, Vanderpump, Vanderpump Rules stars Stacy Schroeder and Kirsten Dote also fired for offensive tweets, guys. Wait, wait so he was fired for the tweets that you said? That, that, well, I'm going to another actress, but yes, this actor. Was fired from the Flash. Yes. For those, so those tweets that you read off. Yes, the ones I read I see, off. Yeah. I see. So they're, they're very. They're, everyone's being really, really sensitive now. So I, this is. And the, when go were through, they? Like, go through your social I mean, media and delete everything. I mean, my gosh, you just got to do mean, it. I mean, God only knows what I've written over the last. I mean, how long has Facebook been you around? Go, like, you have to 10, go back. And 11, 12 years. Yeah. I mean, I no, I just. Mm. Well, what did the, let's see. What did the, the uh, Vanderpump Rules stars say? I thought that they um, had some picture where they were like Nazi chic or something. Is that what they do? Okay. I, just, I don't. I don't watch. Well, one of them was like. The Ooh, just, one of them reported to police that they read a, a Daily Mail article about a black woman wanted for theft. Um, and apparently they reached out to law enforcement uh, when they identified a woman that they thought was her. So okay. interesting. They um, got fired for that. They got fired for, I guess, false accusations. Um, they thought it was a person. Yeah, because they, they thought there was a person. Yeah. Um, See, oh, I'm confused. Yeah, go ahead, Al. I don't know. I Sorry. mean, uh, if they legitimately thought that was indeed the right person, they didn't harm them like the two men that shot and killed uh, Ahmad Aubrey. Then that's different, obviously. Yeah. But they just they called the cops on someone that they thought was um, responsible for theft. Okay. But yet they still got heat for that. Um, an Asian um, reality star named Dean Yuen from MTV's The Challenge. She actually um, got fired from MTV, uh, you know, pretty much severed her ties with The Challenge. So this is an interesting Oh, one. I did hear about that. Hear about yeah. this one. Yeah, so, so, so apparently someone criticized her. She, she did um, you know, post about hashtag Black Lives Matter. And then um, she started immediately just 
posting pictures of herself, you know, just living nor- life as normal. A bit, uh, someone had criticisms of that. She responded by saying people die every fucking day. So she was agitated that someone's giving her heat right. for continuing to post selfies of her. You know, so so you got to tread really lightly. It seems like yeah. anything can set people off, you know? But, um, okay, so so since she posted Black Lives Matter, she should not post any selfies for how long? Like what's, yeah, what's the proper duration now? That, yeah, that's that's the rule, I guess. See, see if people getting these people fired, they're, they're the ones that are being the bullies. Because, you know, they're... they're Going to the social media pages to like MTV or whatever it is, be like, oh, this person said something that I don't. Mm-hmm. They're, they're antagonizing the celebrities. I mean, I mean, I mean, people die every fucking day, is what she said. I don't, I, I don't yeah. think, I think she probably could have done without saying that. Of course, yeah. But, but I right. don't. But I, I'm with Chachi. It's like we can all support the movement, but that doesn't mean like I haven't put up anything in days because I'm just like tired. Like, yeah. I don't, you know. I don't, we don't need, like, some of my, I was having this conversation with some of my friends from the Baltimore Rock Opera Society. They were all white, and they were just, like, wanting to hear my conversations, and some of them felt bad, and they were just like, I feel bad because I'm not, and I go, do not feel bad. You asking and wanting to have a conversation is what you should be doing. I'm like, and the fact that you're, like, I'm like, we all got together because we love dance and music. I'm like, and that's what should it should be about. I'm like, and we can exactly. accept and celebrate our differences and we can have conversations like this. I was like, but I like, God, my one friend, she was like, I have white guilt. And I was like, I don't want that. Like, <laughs> right. I don't want that. Some black people do, but like, I don't want that. That to me doesn't help us. It doesn't help us as a, as a community. Yeah. And it's just like, we should be coming together, not driving more wedges, you know? Absolutely. So, so I don't think you need to post, I don't think you need to post something like every day about it. You can go back to your, like, if you're a model, you're a dancer, you're an actress, you should be posting things that you do. Like that doesn't, and you're right, Chachi, like people are getting bullied. Like, yeah. I mean, I felt like a bad black person because I wasn't posting enough. And then I'm did, like, so, so did someone give you heat about that? No, but when okay. I posted the whole square, the blackout square, Black Tuesday, I saw another black friend of mine who reminds me literally of the family from Blackish. Like, she's this like <laughs> fabulous black woman married to this like, their life is like insane like they have everything and like i just saw her post after that and it was like we're not doing blackout tuesday like we're not going away and i'm like well wait a minute like which is it like it's just it's just so confusing so i had another conversation with one of my other black friends and she was like you know what morgan some people are protesting some people are donating money some people are at home like educating themselves and like that's all you can do is just yep. do your part however however which way and like that's what I that's what I would say to black white Asian yeah. you know gay straight like do your part educate yourself and then and then ask questions like we shouldn't be afraid to say like and that's what I said to my friends I'm like tell me how you feel and I will tell you how I feel and like because we're friends we shouldn't get heated. We shouldn't get mad. It should be a conversation. And and this whole cancel culture, it's like, I genuinely think some people are, for be- lack of a better word, 
they're just ignorant because maybe they don't they just don't know yeah. and well and this, i think the only way to know is by asking this particular mtv um quote unquote celebrity i mean on mtv reality shows are you really considered celebrity but nonetheless um, <laughs> not anymore <laughs> These tweets, okay, so the, 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 the Dean Yuan, okay, she was just kind of reacting to why she was living her life after uh, Black Tuesday, Blackout Tuesday. This um, uh, reality star was on Teen Mom, OG at Home, I don't know, whatever that is. Um, so apparently her offensive tweets included comments about not greeting black people at work, as well as an Asian woman that she said her uncle was dating. Okay, so... Uh, and yeah. who was this? They, this was the her MTV name, her person? Name, yeah, her name is Taylor Selfridge. And these are also past racist statements that she made. Um, so those are really despicable. In fact, locally, there was um, a crab house owner. I don't know if anyone heard of it. His name is Vince Meyer of Vincent's Crab House. They have locations, like five locations in Maryland, in Essex, and Falls. Never heard of it. So anyways, he got a lot of heat because they brought out his old screenshot of his old racist post. And so he said some really horrible, horrible things. I don't try. Is anyone familiar with this? Um, uh, it, it was despicable. No. Oh, yeah. Vince's Crab House. You can look oh, it up. I have to look into that. I'm they actually had to delete all their Facebook uh, um, pages because they were getting so many um, comments, you know. Um, but um, they actually um, had some protesters outside of all his locations. And Vince, the one that, and his, his, I believe his family, his sister, made a couple offensive tweets there. They were trying to talk to the people um, the protesting because he admitted that 75% of his clientele were African-American. He actually had an apology video that he posted, and he was trying to apologize for it. One of his tweets was recent. That got people kind of pissed right. off. when they See, dug that's up. That's what I'm asking. Like. When, it, when they when they found out his old stuff, that's when it got really bad. But his most recent tweet is like, you know, about the protests and the riots. I bet they're I bet they will not burn down the social services. Yeah. Okay, so that was a uh, recent. Yeah. But then they then he dug up some other stuff, and then he was just saying things about slave owners, and um, he commented one of his friends would make a better slave if he had a better tan. Um, he commented. Okay, that's a bit much. Right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. Some really deplorable things. Um, so I urge you all to go to other crab houses and not Vince's crab I, houses in Maryland. Oh, that's for sure. The um, I mean, I just feel like it's so like that's most of your business. Like you just fucked yourself, buddy. I know. Yeah, I mean, and I'm Absolutely. not saying be a racist. Like keep it in the closet, but like yeah. you're dumb. You yeah. just did that yeah. to yourself. Uh, but I do hate Sorry, people Allie. when they dig up like tweets and stuff from like 10 years ago or like well, I said 20 years ago. And I know you said it was more recent stuff like that too. But the, new, but, the I mean, old and, ones and, are really bad. Yeah. And this is an extreme example. If I'm talking about like somebody like um like um Kevin Hart who 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 did that yeah. um, gay joke or whatever. There were and jokes. Then, yeah. The and then they didn't want him hosting the Oscars about yeah. it. Unless, unless well, well, I'm, I'm sure what this guy said was, I mean, they're definitely inappropriate, but oh, God. here's another one. I, inappropriate jokes. He said he hoped that George Zimmerman was not guilty. was found not guilty. Well, I mean, that's not racist. I mean, if he thought that he was um, not guilty. Right. I don't know, but I mean, that's just adding fuel to the fire. Supposedly. Just doesn't look good. Yeah, it just doesn't look good, man. Um, but that's all I have on this topic. I mean, we could go on and on. Uh, perhaps yeah. we're going to touch on this topic with our special guest tonight. Rapper, um, 
recording artist extraordinaire, Chef Sean. This will be his second time on Below the Belt show. He was on the show years oh, ago. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, he's back on BTB for our quarantine, BTB quarantine edition. He's got a new remix single for No Name. Uh, if you guys seen the video, it's 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 fire. It's fire. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the video. It's fun. It's a, yeah. it's a great video. <laughs> a lot I, of sexy girls in there, man. I can't put my finger on it, but I like <laughs> Stop it, Chachi. <laughs> <laughs> so Chef John will be joining us a little later, but uh let's start a couple um movie news. Um so um Yes, Bill and Ted 3, guys. Face the music. The trailer just dropped yesterday. I thought it was amazing. It just took me back to that that simple time of VX with each other. Because yeah. that's really what we need in the world right now. Yeah. Everybody needs to be excellent to each other, guys. And uh, I agree. the trailer was fantastic. Uh, Chacha, what you do you need to watch of? the other Bill and Ted movies. Okay, I feel watch, watch I love them. I can't believe I've never seen them. Well, you're and I love have to watch them before watching the third yeah, one. Yeah, I actually enjoyed both. Fun. I mean, I, of course, like part one the best, but like I really enjoyed um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey too. I thought it was real enjoyable. The effects were not uh, left much. Yeah. Well, that was, I mean, that was the time period though. I mean, they were. Just... Well, you, if you compare the second to the third, they tried to do some crazy things in the second that didn't work. Yeah. If you know, if you recall, so. That was I, early '90s. I mean, technology I, was shit back then. I get it, but I think if they if they tweak that film, it would be really good. Because I wasn't feeling the effects on that one. Um, but the first one, it wasn't... It didn't. The, the effects didn't take away from the film, you know? It was yeah. still good. But I really hope they honor um, the continuity of the first two films. As you know, I love things that... Yeah. Chachi, you know, I love yeah, things I'm that the same way make as, yeah. sense. Um, and um, now, they, now they're both middle-aged men that have daughters. Now, I'm guessing these are the daughters of the British girls, the British babes they met back in the, the medieval oh, days. So. <laughs> so uh I hope that they, you know, cast appropriately for that. Um the cast includes um of course Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Just posted that throwback photo of Alex Winter. Mm-hmm. Uh if you want to check it out. Um Kid Cuddy's in it, playing himself. Uh Kristen Shaw, Anthony Carrigan, Aaron Hayes, Jama Mays, Jillian Bell, Holland Taylor, Beck Bennett from Saturday Night Live. Um and um, the daughters are played by um, Samara Weaving and Bridget Lundy Payne. And the screenwriters are the same screenwriters from the first two films, Josh. So I'm sure. Oh, you're, see, I love that too. Yeah, I'm sure you have, because they'll have the same feel yeah. of the other two films. And you know the effects are going to be fire, complete fire for this. Yeah. So I got I to oh, get back at the link. Fire. It's got to be back yeah. get back to the lingo, Chachi. Cause, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you're prepping it up, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> um, Great fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're a fan of Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell revealed that the newest um, installment of the film franchise will be called Evil uh, Evil Dead Now. Okay, very cool. Um, as you know, Bruce played Ash Williams in the original horror trilogy, Evil Dead 1, 2, and The Army of Darkness. So, um, yeah, um, looking forward to that. Um, in production, a couple of really cool films, a sci-fi thriller called Youth starring Pierce Brosnan. It's an adaptation of a short film that Brett Marty directed and co-wrote. Um, and, uh, it's, 
in the near future, uh, it's about the world's hottest commodity um, called renewal. And it's a procedure to remind your body's biological clock. Um, okay. Interesting. Sounds Interesting. pretty deep. Um, <laughs> another that sounds dumb to me. <laughs> <laughs> From that description, at least. That sounds like, sounds like that, um, that film, uh, Time Out with Justin Timberlake, where, uh, you know, you have those clocks on your, you know, that take. Well, that was great. That movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of that kind of, I don't know, in that I aspect. I remember that movie. Yeah, it's a really good. That. It's a really good film. It's I think really, definitely underrated. Time out. It's called Time Out. Yeah, very underrated. Yeah. One of Justin Timberlake's uh, list. most underrated. I agree with that, Chuchi. Very. Well, you, you pay you pay with currency of your of your life for stuff, and like the rich people have a longer life, so oh. they have more of this, this number on their okay. on their wrist. Yeah, it seems like analogous to that when they talk about the renewal of the hottest commodity about your biological clock. I don't know, but it's sci-fi thriller. It could have similar, um, you know, some similarities to it. Now this is interesting because uh, uh, Amanda Seyfried is 33 or 32 and Kevin mm-hmm. Bacon's like 59. Yeah, uh, I saw they're, this. They're playing um, lovers friend. in a movie <laughs> called You Should Have <laughs> Left. So that's a 27-ish uh, year age gap. But apparently that's what the story entails. It's an older middle-aged man that dates a much younger woman. Um, but it's a supernatural thriller. It's going to be uh, – it's by Bellmhouse Productions. It's going to be on video on demand. And um, it's uh, the latest Universal film that's going to be coming out. So um, they play a married couple. Bacon's character is a screenwriter who travels with his much younger wife uh, to a remote house to work on – a sequel. Okay, so it's like a film within a film. He's working on a sequel okay. of this hit film. Um, so I guess he's a filmmaker. I guess interesting. I don't know. Um, interesting concept there. Um, also, um, the King of Satin Island also from Universal comes out this Friday. I'm definitely going to check that out. Steve Buscemi uh, is also in the cast. It's it's pretty much by a biographical except instead of pete being um a comedian on snl he's a tattoo artist but it's it's similar in the way that his father died in 9-11 and he's coping with that and um mm. living in his mother's basement which is kind of what is happening <laughs> to, to pete and really you gotta you gotta admire pete davidson even though he's i kind of like wonder how he's pulling so much hot tail <laughs> yeah <I laughs> but uh, that too he says he's a big mama's boy. He, he admitted he admits that he lives with his mom. I'm guessing he pays he paid for the mortgage with his you know salary from SNL, but he literally lives in his mom's basement. I mean, he was doing his SNL skits from the quarantine at home in his basement. I so. don't find that attractive. Being a mom, <laughs> being being a, being a mama's boy. No, I mean you can love your mother, but like uh, if you're living at home in the basement, I don't care what you look like <laughs> personally even if you're a celebrity i mean is she like elderly or what i mean it depends is the basement like four girl. stories like i she's, mean she's, yeah i mean it's one thing if she's like he, he's like the medical caretaker of his mother but i mean you think it's because his her husband his dad died in 9 11 that she is I, that he's looking out for right. her now yeah yeah now, I think so okay much. i think so now, yeah, that's maybe a little different. That's, okay. that's okay for you now, right? Now you I don't bad. know. Now you feel bad. He's, I don't feel bad. 
he's an <laughs> odd character to me. He, I, think, I think so too. I think women like him because like he's got the height and he's right. goofy okay. and he's got this whole like I don't give a fuck attitude. <laughs> so okay. but I mean like he was with Ariana Grande and I think he was just like I think she liked him because he didn't really like care. But then when he got all like, oh, you're too good for me. And he kept making that joke. Like women eventually don't like that. Like yeah. it's okay in the beginning, but then it's like, well, do you really feel like that? Like you just like exude your, you're pretending to exude this confidence. Yeah. So like keep, keep pretending if you don't <laughs> feel it. Right. Like, <laughs> all right. So I think right so now creepy when him and Kate Beckinsale that like make out yeah. session was just yeah talk about the age gap also right yeah, yeah. it was gross here <laughs> <laughs> he got him somehow well guys I think this is a good time to take a, a cut a classic break. cut break um Chacha do you have a cut this week um I'll think about it what do you got for us Chacha all right was where are my dogs at. It is time for King Chachi's Classic Cuts. Holla at your boy. Chachi. Chachi in charge once again for Chachi's Classic Cut, where I handpick a song from the archives. You know, usually in the 80s, sometimes in the 90s. Sometimes even today. Sometimes, not often, though. <laughs> Very rarely. <laughs> well, you were talking about Bill and Ted and the um, third movie in the series coming out. So I went back into the archives to pick a song from one of their previous movies. And this was from their second movie, um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Okay. And it's actually a song by Kiss. Um, God gave rock and roll to you. Sweet. Awesome. Featured prominently in the second movie, and is, this is actually a, a remake of a song that came out in 1993 by a uh, a band called um, Petra, which is actually like a Christian rock band. So, like, I'm not sure if um, Kiss uh, picked it um, for like Christian rock, but um, it's definitely a pretty cool song. And this is like one of the um, this came out during the time period when Kiss did not wear their makeup. So for oh, that wow. brief I time period. I don't know if I've ever seen them without their yeah. makeup. Yeah. You don't want to. <laughs> the, makeup, the makeup is definitely Although, um, better for them. You can watch Gene Simmons on his uh, reality yeah. show. But anyways. Okay. But this is from Kiss. God gave rock and roll, gave rock and roll to you. Number two, actually. Awesome. We'll be back here after the classic cut.
songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and below the belt show.com. Yeah, that was an interesting classic cut there, choice uh, there. Chuck. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Are you excited about that film? I mean, it, it's it's hard to um, <laughs> it's hard to follow up a, a previous film, you know, after like twenty years or whatever it's been, right? You know, and have yeah. it still, you know, be good and you know, like I, mean, I think. I think that Dumb and Dumber um, um, Part Two like did well, but it was nowhere near the original. No. Um, usually, when the you had a big time gap, um, it doesn't hold up. But I mean, I definitely give credit to Keanu Reeves for even doing it because I know he's, you know, way above that now with his career. Yeah. For him to go back and like kind of like where he like really began and like you know do a new movie, I definitely have respect for him just to. Um, you know, this would be fun like that, and this, you know, do something like yes, that. Yes, because, fun. you know, he's such a serious actor now. He's taken as a serious action hero slash dramatic actor. Yeah. And right. for him to come back to a, you know, a lighthearted comedy. Yeah. Is, is really I think refreshing. It's, it's fun. I think it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like what Josh Brolin said that he'd come back for a Goonies sequel if they ever had one. Uh, they, I definitely give respect for that kind of stuff because, you know. Oh, gotcha. Absolutely. You're damn well that Leonardo DiCaprio would never come back to a. Uh, Growing pains reunion, even though he's <laughs> no, the best show, no, you know what I mean. No chance in hell. There's right. I hell. love Keanu Reeves. He was in um. Have, Al, did you see Always Be My Maybe? I have not. So it good, is, Al. You didn't so see. It, is good. it good? It's amazing. Okay. He's so good. I love Ali Wong. And yes, she, like, me too. They wrote the. They, is that a rom com? Yeah, it was a rom com. Yes, but uh, it's funny. That's probably like, why. <laughs> no, Ali, did you? Okay. No, you, like, it, Mike, Michael watched it with me. He loved it. <laughs> yeah, Matt watched it with it. me and he was like this isn't terrible so okay. yeah, I, like... I think yeah it's actually really funny that was a okay. great and she was yeah. so excited that um she was like they, they didn't think that Keanu Reeves would accept coming and doing a small role <laughs> as Keanu so Reeves good and they were shocked it. when he said yes I'll do it because they were he was like their number one pick oh uh, that's so cool to he hear wrote, it was Randall her and Randall Park wrote the script together and they star in the film as yeah, well. Yeah, he's like America's sweetheart I love right Reeves. now. He really, Reeves is, and yeah, I think you gotta see it. That's a good. They, one. they couldn't do the Bill and Ted's remake without him. I mean, there's no way they could have done no, it. No, no. Um, but yeah, moving on to television, guys. Um, I know, uh, Ali, you're a big fan of the DC universe as I am. Um, so I, they didn't explain why, but on HBO Max, they're temporarily removing all the big DC movies. Not why the F would they do this? Oh, wow. They didn't explain why, but Justice League, Batman v Superman, um, Suicide Squad, Batman Returns, Bat- even the older Batman movies, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Catwoman, Jonah Hex, and The Losers will all be um, temporarily leaving on July 1st. Not clear why. Because they're racist. When- or when they might return. Yeah. Is there any racial injustices uh, portrayed in there? Uh, I don't Superman. know. Superman. Superman is a big never watched. I've only watched Wonder Woman. I've actually never seen any of the other DC movies oh. except for Wonder Woman. I'm Ali. a Marvel fan. I'm Marvel. Oh. Okay. She's Marvel. The DC movies are corny. I... They're so oh, I liked Wonder Woman, but oh. I'm a Marvel. Oh, I love Marvel, the Marvel movies. See, I'm really excited about Doom Patrol. Uh, so season one of Doom Patrol uh, was on the DC streaming platform and I decided just to move it on. I don't think DC streaming will be um, happening anymore because most of it's going to HBO max, but the season two 
trailer just dropped. It is dope. It is dope. It is such. They're such a weird group of superheroes. I mean, they call itself the weirdest DC series in DC <sighs> Comics. That's that's saying something. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> Allie, you'll be happy to know not only are they corny, they're also weird. <laughs> um, but to, uh, to give them a chance. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Doom Patrol's a good show. Um, HBO, um, on regular HBO, they're still cranking out some content. You can see uh, trailers for both Lovecraft Country and Perry Mason. Uh, both of them are going to drop this summer. Uh, Matthew Reese from Americans is going to be playing Perry Mason. And um, Lovecraft Country is, I believe, that Jordan Peele is uh, producing that one uh, on HBO. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that is... Um, uh, expect some supernatural type of uh, vibe from that uh, particular show. Also, the director behind Chernobyl, the very popular HBO miniseries, mm-hmm. will be back to um, direct the pilot of a new series adaptation um, called The Last of Us. And this is based on a video game. So this is an interesting uh, tie-in there. Um but basically, it's in the post-apocalypse, which is kind of like now, um, right. <laughs> centering on a relationship between Joel, <laughs> a smuggler in the New World, and Ellie, a teenager who may be the key for the cure to the deadly pandemic. Wow. Oh, God. Look at the ties into like what we're... we're hitting close we're, to home. It's hitting really close to <laughs> home. Yeah, he wants to watch that. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm living and, that shit. I wonder what kind of movies they're going to be making of 2020 in the future. Well, they're already making some series based on the pandemic. Like, there's a, a social distancing um, series, scripted series. Uh, same makers as Orange and New Black. That, that's in production. Um, oh, wow. And um, zombie stuff, I mean, that's also post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix is re- unleashing unleashing sorry uh, a brazilian zombie show called reality z so this is mm. in collaboration with a multi-emmy winning brazilian production house and that's going to be available on june 10th um so yeah if you're uh i'm curious don't know much about the show but um i'm a big walking dead fan Let's see if they can impress me. I, I did like Dark uh, Black Summer too. That was on Netflix. Didn't get through all of it, but that was a pretty good zombie series as well. Yeah, if I'm you pretty, like the zombie I'm franchise, pretty zombied out. Are you zombied out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been about like every ten years now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, remember for a while it was all vampires and yeah, everybody yeah. came out with vampires. Vampire craze. Yeah, yeah. So Although like, I'm a secret, I'm a secret Twilight fan. I have to admit, you're not a secret. You talk about it every week. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're. I was such a Twilight fan. I was always. T- I was. Yeah. A- yeah. You're totally out of the closet on this one. <laughs> oh man, I love Ashley Green. Vampires will never go away. It's always. Sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, another. So on Amazon Prime, uh, Joseph Gordon Lovett will be playing an airline pilot forced to fend off hijackers. Oh, wow. It's called 7500. It drops on June 19th on Amazon Prime. Wow. Also also in production is Dakota Johnson coming back to television, um, which would be her first TV show since her show Ben and Kate, which I don't recall. But anyways, um, 
Um, yeah, the show is called Rodeo Queens. The series follows an ensemble of Rodeo Queen hopefuls as they compete for the coveted crown. I know you're a, uh, a crown wearer, uh, Morgan. You're a, you're the queen, right? The yeah, queen of... I mean, I enjoy <laughs> the crown. Yeah, the, the queen of marine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, queen I mean, of the Andals, the Unburns, Rigger of Chains, Mother of Dragons. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're basically Black Daenerys, is basically what you're saying, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> oh, that I think a spinoff. Daenerys's long lost half black sister. Yes. I'd watch it. Hello. I Although I think still... the um the episode we did at Morgan was um right before Game of Thrones, the right before the finale. I think that was the episode yes. we did. Because now I remember yeah. us all talking about that. See, it's all coming back. That was the one. <laughs> Although I still think you could play Natalie Emmanuel. Yes, I could play her too. <laughs> Ali, have you got wait, so have you gotten on Game of Thrones kick yet? Okay. You you've got time. <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard like it's so bad at the end. Like I'm like, well, oh. it is. It is. The, yeah. the, the, it other, the other seven seasons makes up for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also on Amazon Prime's show called Dating Amber. Takes place it's an Irish comedy. Takes place in the mid nineties. Um, so it's kind of about, I guess, a young coming of age um, pair of friends. One's like in the closet gay, the other's in the closet lesbian, and they decide to pretend to be in a relationship together. You know, mm. because during a sensitive time of coming out when you're in high school, um, and they're trying to fit in. Um, now, now, do they know that each one's in the closet? Yes. Okay, because I'd watch it if they didn't know. And they're dating, and they're, they thought they were pulling one over on each other. Oh. <laughs> but they actually were both in the closet. Like, I gotta watch that. <laughs> that could be a lot of you should, like. You, you know, should keep hijinks. that. Keep that in your arsenal of I shows should. to do on your own. <laughs> I should. Yeah. So that one, if you want to know, dropped uh, already. Dropped on June fourth. So. What's a, it called? It's called Dating Amber. Okay. If I watch another <laughs> Irish comedy, I swear to God. Another Irish comedy. Yeah, there's so many of them. Are you sick of those Irish? Yeah, I love. I love I love the British comedies though. Not there's Irish comedies, but the British. There's a really Irish. funny one about these private school girls, uh, and it was Irish. I can't think of the name. I think it was on Netflix. Um, I don't know, but it was really funny. It's funny. It's like all the um, shows like back in like the 70s, 80s, you were were based on um, Britcoms. Yeah. Like, 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 like Three's Company was a, a British the, sitcom. Like, the Office. The Office. The like Sanford, Office. Oh, yeah. yeah. Created by Son. Ricky Gervais. Like Sanford and Son, like, I believe, All in the Family. Like, it mm -hmm. was, like, they just took a lot of um, British series and made them into American series back then. Yep, that's another one. Um, actually, speaking of other British series, uh, Harlots, if you watch that on Hulu, that sadly uh, will be canceled. Um, after three oh, seasons, yeah. It's about 18th century Georgian London. Also canceled on I'm Hulu. Shocked. That's a great topic. I mean, yeah. I'm ready to watch it now just from your description of from that. From the 18th century um, um, Georgian London? Yeah, how did that the not period take piece. off? Yeah, how did that not take off, I wonder? I mean, <laughs> it maybe it's a show <laughs> called Harlots. I mean, you're, you're dealing with a lot of like really naughty women. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, how could how, how how could that be canceled, right? I don't know. Makes no sense. Um, also, Reprisal canceled after one season. Didn't even make it to a second. Um, this was shot in uh, North Carolina. Our buddy Lion Beckwith uh, was a part of that show. He had a principal role on that. Um, so you're saying that's why? Uh, maybe that's why. <laughs> no, that's, I don't know why. I don't, I don't believe that. <laughs> Um, and I think we, we talked a lot about Batwoman on the show, but it's interesting that they're admitting now they decided they're not going to kill off Ruby Rose's character. Now, we announced last week they're going to change the Batwoman to a completely different character, which is I'm all for because there's nothing more annoying than seeing a completely different actor play a different character. It mm-hmm. doesn't look right. So yeah, decided about the new um, and and. Aunt Viv on um, Fresh Prince. Yeah, because it's so yeah. different, right? I'm, I'm still, yeah, I'm still. Why couldn't they, so why, mad. Why yeah. couldn't they just write her off, right? I don't know. But now they they actually have no plans to kill off Kate Kane. I'm thinking if they want to bring back Ruby Rose as a cameo or whatever, maybe that's why. But they're still going to honor the LGBTQ character and have the new Batwoman be a gay character. So yeah. there you go. Hoping they bring her back in the future and then have them two hook up. Like, like in the bat costume. <laughs> there you go. Ruby, Ro- Ruby Rose is pretty sexy, I gotta admit. I don't know. Uh, I mean, she's she's androgynous, but she's sexy. I don't know. I mean, she's. I think she's gorgeous. I don't know. I mean, I mean you uh, must like Justin Bieber then. No, I mean, I mean, if you watch Orange is the New Black, you well, see Ruby Rose. They look the same person. Ruby Rose is a woman. She's mm-hmm. has amazing breasts. She's gorgeous face. She just has her her hair is a little more. It's a more avant garde. It's a little, uh, you know, I think it's it looks a little good different. on her hair though. Yeah, I, I think I she know. rocks. I think she rocks the hair. So we're waiting on Chef Sean. Kind of. Um, did he forget? Let's find out. What but time we, is he supposed to? Uh, about now, actually. He's probably cooking. He's probably cooking. Is he in and I actually, Chicago? I actually, I actually, he's actually in L.A., and I inquired uh, to his LA. publicist, Kelly, about the chef moniker, and uh, he just whips it up. He whips up lyrics. That's just kind of his gimmick. And, oh. Yeah. Gotcha. But um, I want to also congratulate all the class of 2020. There's a lot of um, high school seniors um, have graduated and have to had to have kind of makeshift um, either yeah. virtual graduations or some have had like really nice outdoor graduations and stuff. But uh, YouTube actually had a four hour live stream um, called Dear Class of 2020 that um, both um, Barack and Michelle Obama took part in and said some, um, you know, some great words for the graduates. Um, also, um, Chris Martin of Coldplay, Camila Cabello, Tove Lo, Khalid, Leon Bridges, Cynthia Revo, Ben Platt, and Noah Cyrus were also uh, made an appearance. Also, um, Bono introduced an all-star cover of U2's Beautiful Day. So that's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it'd be cool if they're at your school doing it. But they're not, yeah. You know, <laughs> right. like, for it's, everybody. It's kind of like a, you know, you know. It, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for the graduates. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's Me a too. senior. I, I thought senior year was the best year, especially the second half of the whole mm-hmm. school experience. And for them to miss out on prom and, and graduation oh, yeah. and then, you know, yeah. any kind of senior trips or whatever, and just seeing their friends coming. There's people when you graduate, you're never going to see again. I don't care what you yeah, think. Yeah. 
there's people you're never going to see again from graduation day. So there's people that they saw last March they're never going to see again in their life. Right. No I talked to like only that. one person from high school, and we're married to our, we're married to twin brothers, and she's my best friend. No. <laughs> and so I see her every week. I love, but yeah, I don't. I mean, Facebook and stuff, but I don't get together with any pretty much anyone else. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like every now and then, every like two years. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for the class of 2020. Yeah, the senior yeah. prom. You know, they're gonna have to wait. They can't, yeah, lose their, they can't lose their virginity on prom night. <laughs> oh, my God. Ow. <laughs> It'd definitely be harder on this um, during this quarantine, I guess. Absolutely. I saw I this just... article from the New York Post. It was like, yes, when you, I was when just you... going to bring that up. Go, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. It says, Allie. when you have sex now, you have to wear face masks. I was like, what the <laughs> I saw that today. I was yeah. like, what? So you could do everything else but kiss. Yeah. With, yeah that's kind Make of sure insane. you wear your face mask while having sex. <laughs> that, I mean, so many people don't even wear condoms, so I, I doubt they're going to wear a face mask. <laughs> well, they said COVID could be transmitted through uh, bodily fluids. That's yeah. what they're saying. But I mean, sense. just like any other, like, if you're sick, you've got a cold, you kiss someone, like, I, I mean, why? That makes it sense. Does make, yeah, you, you know, it doesn't put people at ease when then they, you know, people that, you know, actively want to date. And, uh, yeah. sure, no. People didn't care about AIDS and let that stopped them. They're not going to care about COVID. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let's hope not, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> so, uh, um, so this is Pride Month, and um, it's interesting because there hasn't been much discussion of Pride kind of stuff, um, but more so, um, you know, all the injustices going on and the pandemic has pretty much taken precedence. But there's um an interesting uh, controversy with Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling. Have you heard about this? One? I know you're a huge Potter fan, Allie. But basically, she was talking. Uh, she was making um, jest about the the phrase "people who menstruate." So when they say "people menstruate," they're including, you know, non cis trans. trans people. Exactly. She said, "I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Woman, woman, womad. I think she's supposed to say women. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah, but she, she was, was. kind of like, yeah, that was her intention." And saying she needs that, to get off Twitter. So basically, yeah, she's saying I, women don't have their identity because they're identified by menstruation. I don't know, but what, whatever the it was, it was seen as anti-trans, transphobic, um, yeah. blah blah blah. I I don't know. Even Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, he's, um, he he chimed in. He said yeah. transgender women are women. Any statement to the contrary erases the identity and dignity of transgender people and goes against all advice given by professional health care associations who have far more expertise on the matter uh, than Joe or I. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know why. Joe. Like, he calls J.K. Joe, I guess. I yeah. mean, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I I love her. I love the books. I've been to Harry Potter World, I don't know, oh, three, so four times. You gotta go. I've been like, kids went. Get the butterbeer. I didn't get a go. Get the The butterbeer. Gotta get that cream soda. That's just like my parents took them and they didn't (laughs) take me. I'm still mad at them. And when in February, 
<laughs> my daughter got a one. They got one. Oh, hold on. Robes. Oh, yeah. I they didn't bring anything back for me either. Hold on. Your like, my kids to tried take... to get me to, like, try to get stuff for me. And they're like, no, they you pick out the stuff phone. for yourself. Your parents like, took oh, your kids and did not invite you? Well, that's no, great. They wanted, you know? They the wanted to have their time with the kids. And oh, they knew, wow. like, okay. and, oh. yeah. They didn't want to pay for us, and they wanted they wanted their own bonding time. Oh, well, that makes sense. But Which is the, great for the children. But, but go to the local park instead. <laughs> I want to go so bad. Go a trip, you know. You gotta yeah, keep that in mind and stuff. I don't. I know. I just don't really know what her like. What is her point? Like, I, I get what she's saying that you know, being a, a woman, like being born with these reproductive organs and right. having. Being, having the ability to menstruate or bear children, I, I get that. Uh, but yeah, she's not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I don't, if someone says they identify as trans or gay or, I mean, again, it's like all these things, like, I, I don't really, I don't know or understand, but like, I accept Oh, here we that. go. No. The and, chef is here. Um, we'll have to put that, put that thought on hold. We welcome our special guest. Of the evening, what up, what up? Let me rapper sensation, hey. recording artist extraordinaire, Chef Sean in the house. What's up, Chef? What's up, man? What's happening? Hi, man. Hey, my man, I got to tell you, I know yeah. that you love white girls, black girls, Asian girls with big hair, big butts, big curls. I, I did it for you. Look. <laughs> I did what you wanted me to do, man. I, We're you know, here. <laughs> you know, I gave a different selection in that second verse, so yeah, I I, I tried to cover everybody. <laughs> I love, like it. See, love yeah. for everybody because we certainly need a lot love of love now everybody. across the board. That's for sure. What's up, everybody? Yeah, introduce ourselves, everybody. Got Al Soto in the house. Yeah, so what's up? Yeah, what's up? fly, and that wasn't part of your song, so I apologize for that. <laughs> oh, no, don't true, don't true. The things you love. <laughs> I'm Allie. What's up, Allie? Hey. Morgan, Morgan, fabulous here with the big curls. <laughs> and we got Morgan Fab. With the and big the curls, definitely. And the, and the big butt, right? <laughs> hey, I'm not standing up. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to, but you're sitting on it, though, huh? <laughs> hey, the chef knows. That's what's up. That's what's up. Chef, do you remember being on our show a couple years ago? It was a while ago. Uh, you I remember? With, uh, I was with Blaze. I think uh, we were at Blaze. Yeah. I also saw you at a red carpet in L.A. Uh, it was like a Cars, Mansion and Cars event. Yeah. Remember that? Tara Reid was in the house, a couple other... Yeah, um, I remember that sweater I had on. It was a, a black and white sweater. Okay, you have to remember what you were wearing. Yeah, memory, look at that. that was like five uh, yeah. years ago, man. That was that's insane. Exactly. <laughs> you can go outside and go to big crowded events. I haven't been in a in a little bit. No, it's I've been fun. I've been off the COVID the COVID nineteen. I'm trying to stay away from it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So what has changed about your daily life, Chef, with the with the quarantine and and, and COVID nineteen? Um, I I have more time to sleep. Uh, more, uh, uh, way more time to eat. But, <laughs> but I have been, uh, I have been real creative. I I got about two albums done right now, so that's oh, wow. dope. I'm, awesome. I'm a little bit ahead of the wave right now. 
what during the last few months you completed two albums? Um, well, I was almost finished with one, so okay. I went through another one Damn. and fin- and finished the first one. So yeah, I'm oh, ready to release, uh, okay. release, yeah. release, release. That's release. awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Awesome. That is amazing, man. Um, what about cooking? Your name is Chef. I know Chef is kind of like a play on words with the lyrics, but a lot of people, a lot more people are cooking during the quarantine. Have you been cooking more and being a chef, a literal chef? Oh man, I, I, I'm getting uh. Let's see. How, can I turn it around? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, snap. Look at this. Yeah. That's a seafood bonanza, oh, man. Yeah, it's about to go crazy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Lobster tail king crab. I mean. Uh, those are, shrimp those are lobster cakes. And lobster cakes. Oh, see, lobster yeah, he's doing it right. In That's... Baltimore, we have crab cakes. We're known for crab cakes. But you have the lobster yeah. cakes. So if you're ever in our hood in Baltimore, man, crab cakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Crab, the crab cakes are bomb here. Okay, well, I'm really um, trying to get out there. I've always, you know, Baltimore, I've heard about the, the seafood. It was amazing, so. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. wrong with the seafood here, man, for sure. What, what about the nightlife? Is, is it cool? Nightlife, you know, the, the, the clubs, uh, not much of the club season used to be. Back in the day. Yeah. I, would, I would suggest Washington, D.C. for the clubs. Okay. They got the hot club. Yeah. Would you agree, Morgan? They're more of the nightclub situation. D.C. has more of the nightclub, but Even I DC mean. is not as good anymore as it used to be. Well, I mean, who knows what's going to happen after COVID? Yeah. I mean, right exactly. now. Exactly. It's like you got Harbor East, which is a little swankier, but. I mean, everything right now is it's like 50% capacity. I mean, Al, what's the place on top of the Four Seasons? That oh, we, yeah, that, that's, um, that place is dope. That's a nice place. It's called the Bygone. The Bygone, the Bygone. Yeah. It's like a lounge, though. Yeah, so make sure you check yeah. that out. Yeah, but nothing, nothing, nothing compares to the the um, art galleries that you go to, Chef. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was never yeah. in the art galleries. Dude, well, they had they had free drinks. They had um. Body you know, paints. Little hors d'oeuvres walking around. Oh my god! Yeah. It was I think cool. I guess. Kind of sore after seeing your video. Yeah, man. That yeah. no-name track is dope. It's yeah, dope. Thank it's fire. Thank it's fire. It's fire. You collaborated with Jeremiah. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. And that's got one million views on YouTube. And uh, again, I love the lyrics about the big butts, the big hair, the big girth. <laughs> That's Al's new tagline in his profile. Yeah. <laughs> so um, tell me about uh, composing the lyrics for this song. I mean, obviously, um, these are some of the things that uh, that you love, the, all the women, but also the aspect of not remembering a name, like that's why it's called No Name. Well, it, it's not really as like not remembering because my memory is great. It's okay. the it's like. We met on a no-name basis, and we kind of exchanged, you know, like, time with each other without knowing each other's name. And it was bomb, you know? So I guess we both kept it on a no-name basis, you know? And, like, it's not like I didn't have an Instagram. I could call her by an Instagram name, but (laughs) I didn't know her name name, you know? So it was more, more like, physical. It wasn't like you're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Right, like, I'm chef. But she, you know, she didn't know my name, Sean, or that type right. of thing. Okay, <laughs> okay. That makes I sense. get it. <laughs> was yeah. it any I specific mean, lady in was a specific lady in mind? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there was. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Does she so know what, about it? 
Yeah, she laughs every time she sees me now. Like, <laughs> you made a whole song about. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. But, yeah, I didn't give her up though. So. <laughs> okay. So, did you handpick all the ladies in the music video? Um, I don't know if you've seen the first one, but the oh, first that's right. One, this is a remix. That's right. Right. Yeah. The, the first one I didn't. The second one I did. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I held auditions and you know what, so for for the for the second one. See how many nice. girls showed up for the audition. You say what? How many girls showed up for the audition? Uh, it was two days, so I guess the the first day was seventy two. Ah. Oh. And then the 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 last day was like uh, thirty seven. Wow. wow. So, so there were some yeah, rough yeah. days, huh? Yeah. I, hey, you know, it was <laughs> kind of rough. It was kind of rough the, the first day because uh, it was more, uh, it, it was 70, 72 girls, but uh, it was like 100 dudes came. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was that rough could, as hell. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like you went to um, heaven because you know how, like, um, you know, some of the um, people who believe that when you um, get killed, like, like a terrorist act, you go to like heaven with 72 virgins. No, I'm yeah, sure these girls yeah. weren't virgins, though, right? Nah, uh, no, they didn't look. They didn't look to be. No, they didn't look to be. No. <laughs> hey, Chef, is there a way we could do um, horizontal? Because I think that would be look cool on the grid. There you go. There we go. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, my bad. Oh, that's great. You get the Mortal Kombat and the Street Fighter um, arcade machines. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, nice. Plug them up. Oh, you know, yeah. who's your favorite character to play on Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat, uh, I win the most with Liu Kang, but uh, Sub Zero is my favorite. Nice, man. Yeah. I love those powers, right? Look at the party yeah. all the, the whole like seafood spread. He's got the video games. I know, man. Living the life. <laughs> Choosing between seventy-two women. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Hey, now, now don't take it out of context like that. It, it was an audition. Hey. Right, right. <laughs> no, it was an audition. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, yeah. nowadays, like I'm sure back in the day, like y'all would party after the shoot. Was it still like a party, or or was it more like? Yeah, you know, no. trying to keep it professional yes. and stuff now. Yeah. No, it was a party the whole time. It was a party. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. So y'all yeah. literally drinking in that? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, we were drinking. I was drinking. Okay. Because um, I've, I've worked on many, as an actor, I've worked on many TVs and films, and obviously you're not really drinking on set. But for uh, your music video, quite the opposite, I guess, right? Um, uh, no, we was really drinking. I'm, nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me two seconds. You're back. Right. Yay. All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Nice, nice. But yeah, one million views. You got six thousand subscribers on your YouTube page. You got a lot of other really cool uh, tracks. Um, let's talk about some of the other ones, man. Um, tell me about the track Mexican. Um, you know, I, I'm putting out uh, my own record label called uh, Good Dope, Good Dope Music. Nice. So uh, I went off the whole fact that you know I get my dope from a Mexican. You know. <laughs> Kind of, kind of like it. you know, you know, I get my dough from a mess. Yeah. But it, you know, but it's 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 dope, dope music, dope style, dope reference. You know. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, all my Mexican homeboys, they loved it. So they, you know, they was like, go ahead, go ahead. But uh, my, <laughs> my Twitter, 
My Twitter is crazy though, cause I mean, not Twitter, but uh, TikTok. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. They've been making songs to it, you know. Buddy was making uh, refried beans, and he talking about it getting dope from the Mexican. You know, uh, you know, it was just funny. If you look, on, if you look on, you see them. But it's a few different ones. Nice, nice. Also, uh, from the Mexicans to the Japanese, I see you got a track called Benihana, um, yeah. which um, I know Steve Aoki. He's he's awesome, and I know his family owns that restaurant chain. What did the what are the what? Tell me the backstory on Benihana. The backstory on Benihana, uh, I had I had my album cover. My album cover was, uh, you know, the hibachi grill with uh, steak and shrimp and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> that was the album cover. So, right. so they uh, they told me they said, "Hey man, you know they sent the cease and desist on the pictures with the name." <laughs> And they said, man, we're not tripping about the song. We love the song, but anything with the paraphernalia and the right. please take it away from my name, man. So yeah. I, I Even I though it probably got put, them some more business. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. But I changed the cover and uh, still did the song, and it still came out dope. You know, it but a, it, It's a it, dope track. It was dope that they even, you know, came and asked me, you know, that they knew about it. I was like, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, okay. I, I, I'll definitely change it for you guys. And that was just you, like, laying on the grill with the meat, I guess? No, it was just the grill. It wasn't even me around. It was yeah. the grill with all of it laid across. Oh, okay. No, I mean, now, though, we change it to. Oh, it's me. It's me. It's a picture of me in front of the, the substance. Let's yeah, say that. okay. Yeah. Right, right. You can use those same models from the No Name video and do, like, a... You know the sushi on top of the model kind of thing. That'd be kind of kind of dope. Yeah, I was, actually, <laughs> I was actually thinking about that, but um, you know, uh, I guess we did that kind of no name. We just did the paint. Yes. Yeah. This this girl is calling me, and I, I keep sending well, her the voicemail. But I I, I didn't got used to see the text going across the top. Saying, "Wow, you sending me the wow? Like you must be with that." <laughs> so, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Look, look, look. It keeps, it keeps going. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Chachi and I will pl- apply to be painters for your next video if you need any, yeah. any more paint. <laughs> well, I mean. I don't know about you know fifty fifty. How about I, I, we go down the middle? Okay. I'm, a, I'm a great finger painter. <laughs> a finger painter. You use your yeah. fingers. A finger painter. <laughs> so look, I got a new single that's dropping. Yes. Uh, real, Let's talk real about soon. it. Um, Let's talk about new out, single. It's coming out um, July fourth. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's called it's called feelings. Nice. Right. So I'm really excited about it. Um, it seems like it's perfect timing, you know, because it's a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions going on in the world. A lot of, you know, and this is like a fun track. It's a cool track. You know, nothing, to, you know, nothing real crazy, but, you know, it's, it, it gets my feelings out. I, I, I cover a bunch of different aspects of my life. So I'm excited for it to come out. There is no feature on it, but Everybody around me says this may be my biggest song. So oh, so great! I keep yeah. my fingers crossed, and I can't wait to get it to you guys. You know? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. 
Well, you mentioned feelings, but I also saw you on your Instagram, uh, the real Chef Sean, that you have um, brought to light a lot of the racial injustices going on today. Um, if you could elaborate on that and how important that is uh, for getting that message across. Um, well, you know, I was a kid that grew up kind of like, why are these paintings, everybody's, you know, everybody's supposed to be white. And, you know, uh, white meant, went, meant, you know, you know, meant so much good, good things and black meant so much bad things when you look up the definition, you know, and uh, like as a kid, I used to look at that and it, it was confusing. But I was, uh, you know, I'm light skinned. I, my hair I got different coarse hair, but lips and stuff, I used to get teased from both black and white. So I, I really didn't, you know care as a kid i just was like hey i like being me but growing up i saw how we were treated differently and then i also saw how i had a lot of friends that weren't like that you know that were of all kind of races you know so i saw it wasn't everybody but it was like this mm-hmm. you know it was this one group that you know like stood on it and it seemed like they were scared to be able to lose that power so they they did a little bit, they went a little overboard to kind of make sure they kept it. And now to see where it's turning right now, at least like they're taking down these statues, you know, it looks yeah. like people are finally starting to understand or at least pay attention. And, you know, uh, you know, people, they want to, they want to be treated right. And it's like, okay, if you want to be treated right, treat people right. You know, I like to treat people the way I want to be treated. So, you know, that's kind of what I go by. So um, just to see things changing a little bit is, you know, it's like I can take a a, a breath in, but, you know, it's not time to excel, ex, mm-hmm. excel yet. So, you know, it's still a lot to do, be done, but I, still I a lot to be done Definitely. across but, the world. People, the, are, it's, you know, if people do not like what we are seeing, you know, and it's, right. and it's overwhelming to see that. You know, it's a big group of people that stand for what I stand for, too. So, you know, I just say, let's keep the fight going, man. You know, and then Breonna Taylor, I I can't wait for the moment that they tell me they lock up the people behind Breonna Taylor's death. That that has still been untouched, man. I still can't believe that. I cannot believe that has not been touched yet, man. Yeah, there should be some type of consequences uh, Mm -hmm. behind it, but, you know. So what do you think about they're saying defund the police versus, like, police reformation or police reconstructing um uh, some yeah. controversy of the word defund the police it's just giving them a, ca- a a pay cut you know they 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 defunded the the uh, school systems oh. over and over so i mean yeah they could be defunded and when i feel like we need education more than you know policing especially when policing is out here like killing if you look at the numbers, like American police officers, police officers have killed so many U.S. citizens within a year's time. You know, like it's other countries, you know, that can't even keep up with it. And you give them a 10 year period. They haven't killed that many people in 10 years. You know, so it's like it's a lot that needs to be done, man. But defunding mm-hmm. it could be a, a big step toward it because the good cops would be like, hey, man, you messing up how I get paid. And then the good cops might want to do something, you know, towards right. making sure that they don't, you know, get more pay cuts or some, you know, something mm-hmm. has to be done, you know, because we, 
they that's the only way I could look at it. Like they could be mad that they're getting hit in the pocket, you know, and the good cops would be like, hey, man, we need our funding back. So you, if you got to do something like that, no, don't do it. And they might stand on it. Like somebody could have knocked the dude off his neck and say, get off his neck, man. We right. got him. You know, 100%. anything. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely agree with that, man, for sure. So so your lyrics, do you ever get political in your lyrics? Like you said, feelings kind of touches on it, but more in a positive light. Do you do you do you talk about injustice injustices in, in your rap? Uh yeah, I do. Um and I have I don't know if you've seen, but I've put out a only single so far. And um, you know, the powers that be, they want to put out the, the, the most the uh, the the best song at the time. Right. Uh, right now, I, I do have some political records that'll be great to to drop, you know. And um, but they got feelings coming out next, which I feel like is the best the best thing because it is a little political as well. So uh, I'm excited about everybody hearing it. But yeah, as soon as I can, I'm a, I'm gonna drop. I mean, well, I'm putting two of those songs will be on the album, and the album is next. So. Can't wait for the album, man. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, it's all right. Have you looked on my on my uh, Instagram page? I got the cover art on there. It's called uh, it's called My Life. I did look at your Instagram I was page. Just man. You got to scroll down, probably about. You know, I'm checking out right now. The real Chef Sean, man. You got a lot of followers, man. Congrats on that. Thank you, man. Uh, you know, still still trying to get there. Yeah, man. The blue check. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> got out the blue yeah, check. Yeah, got that blue check. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but, no, the album. Yeah, the album cover right here. Yep, I see it. Nice. In my life. That's, yeah. a true, that's a true story in that picture. Wow. So I, I'm going to be talking about that as well. That's cool, man. Yeah. Awesome. So, so your publicist, Kelly, who's a friend of mine, she's awesome. Uh, mentioned that you're related to uh, Chance. Yeah, that's my little cousin. Oh, snap. Wow, that's nice. so cool, man. Yeah. When can we expect the collaboration between the cousins? Um, On this record, Feelings, I talk about Chance. So I'm expecting I'm expecting him to hop on the remix. So oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know. So let's look forward to that. So this is your I, little. I tell, I tell my side of my story, and I love for him to come on and tell his side of, to his story on the same record, you know. Oh, that's cool, man. It'd be the so, first time I feel like it'd be done like that because you, still, it's all love. Were Were you ever like a mentor in, in some ways in in hip hop? Since you're the older cousin. Uh, he he did the he did the ten day album in my basement. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. In, in my home studio, he did that 10-day after, man. So, oh, that's yeah. cool, man. Uh, my, my mother was like, hey, your cousin raps. So, and I, <laughs> I had a studio. So, so they, they were like, uh, you, you, you help him. You do what you can. You know, I'm right. like, of course, you know. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, I look I, forward to that collaboration. Oh, um, and also... Uh, um, I know that you have dabbled in the acting, but haven't seen uh, uh, anything lately on the acting front for Chef Chan. Um, I definitely have a, a few uh, things that I wow, you just won't give up. I, I do have a few uh, <laughs> a, a, a few uh, scripts that I want to put oh, cool. into play. 
that I've, awesome. I've been working on. So uh, right now it's all about funding and time. But yep. you acting, you you can expect Chef to be acting until I'm about 80, all right? Okay. <laughs> there you go. I love it, man. Well, we'll have to look out for that. Your last film on your IMDb is uh, Teeth and Blood. Yeah. Yeah, man. Teeth I know we talked about your other stuff, but I don't know if we talked about Teeth and Blood. Where can we find that film? What what can we expect out of that film? Wow. Um, Teeth and Blood, I'm a I'm a cop. I'm a kick-ass cop that's uh, Asian and black. And, uh, my oh, you're Asian Blasian. Ancestor. You're Blasian. Yeah, I'm Blasian. And, <laughs> I know. Um, and, and the, I'm fighting a bunch of vampires. And the vampires kicking my butt off movie. But oh, I end up cool. winning at the end. I kill them all at the end. <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> really? that's a spoiler. Yeah, you're <laughs> not, not like that. It's it's a fun it's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. I didn't spoil it for you, trust all right. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where, where can we can we check that on demand anywhere? Is that available? Uh, Amazon and shit. Um, nice. Um, awesome. uh, Apple TV. You could just yeah, you can pull it up. Nice. Uh, it may be on uh, Netflix. I, I I doubt it's on Netflix. Okay. Well, we got to check that out, man. We'll have but, to stream uh, that one, yeah. Anyways, uh, man, Chef, I'm, I am a fan of your work, man. Um, I love No Name, the remix. I love your uh, previous work. Um, it's dope. And, um, man, lots of luck to you. Uh, the upcoming Thank album. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to your single. And uh, before we wrap up this interview, if you could, let us know who you are. Maybe throw out a plug for No Name or whatever you want. And is there any way we can get like a freestyle or just any couple bars of your your uh, your your track, and then maybe throw out "Below the Belt" in there somewhere? The name of our show. All right. Yo, hello. Yep. Let's see. Uh... So Whenever this is ready. for below. This is for below the belt. You got it. Yes. Below the belt. <laughs> And my name is Chef Sean. You can find me on all music sites where music is downloadable. And, um, you know, please go check me out. And let's see, you want to hear something? Yeah. Let's see. Um, take it easy, want to fuck on Danny Lee. Start a will pack, trade my blood with Cardi B. Make the stallion, I'm going to put her on her knees. In the cabana, on my mama, smoking weed, hot boxing in the sauna. I'm with Gucci buying Dolce and Cabana. In the jacuzzi, sitting chilling with my Uzi. I dish my Migos because my bitch is bad and bougie. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love nice. it. <laughs> Give it up for the one and only Chef Sean in the house, man. Thanks nice. for being a part you know of it. I appreciate y'all, man, for having me, man. Yeah, man. Thanks Take for having me, Chef. Uh, have a good night, my man. Drinks, yeah, appreciate y'all. Love. All right. See ya. Peace. See ya. All right. Guys, that was rapper Chef Sean on Below the Belt Show. Wow. That was cool, man. I'm jealous of his seafood, my God. Ah, dude. Yeah. That's amazing. King crab, legs are, <laughs> King crab legs are one of my favorite. Uh, seafood things in the world. Yeah, and then they had like, and, the lobster, lobster um, cakes. Oh, lobster cake, yeah. lobster, uh. giant shrimp. Oh man, that's that's good stuff, man. That is good. Well, he just seems stuff. like like 
there was no like pretense. Like he seemed like he was like, this is what it is. Like, yep. You know, I, and I, I appreciate that. Like he just was real and that was cool to see. Yeah, that was for sure. Awesome. Awesome sauce. Just got a couple more things uh, before we wrap up tonight's show guys. Um, Chachi, you told me you finished the Jeffrey Epstein um, four episode documentary on Netflix. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think last week you had one episode left. It is. It really opens your eyes, guys. If you haven't seen it, there is a lot. I just couldn't. Of craziness going on in Hollywood that we don't know. Uh, people that are tied to this known pedophile. Um, and um, just seeing his associations with Bill Clinton and Donald Trump and Prince Andrew in particular, Prince Andrew of, of, of England, of the royal family, he's now being a part of an ongoing investigation um, into the history of sex trafficking and misconduct. Now, of course, he denied all uh, allegations that he was associated with. He even denied knowing the woman that he had a photo with, Virginia. Virginia was one of the um, the ladies that was um, the victims and one of the survivors of Jeffrey mm-hmm. Epstein. And um, yeah, so um, so basically Prince Andrew's legal team um, and uh, US, U.S. authorities are in discussion over the nature um, of, of this, uh, I guess, upcoming uh, investigation. Um, and of course, it also requires the willingness of the queen herself, Queen Elizabeth, uh, to cooperate into this investigation. Interesting that that's how that works. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, if you watch that documentary, you saw that Prince Andrew was one of the most infamous friends of Jeffrey Epstein. And uh, he is known to have uh, flown to this island, the Virgin Island, they call it, what do they call it? Uh, Pedo Island? Yeah. And the plane mm. they flew on was called the Lolita Express. So, um, it's, 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 yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty insane. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, so if you, if you, I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, a documentary that touches on a very sensitive subject, but, uh, nonetheless, um, I think it's worth tuning in. I think yeah. in. Um, because we don't know who the conspirators are. So apparently um, his hard drives were seized, and if they want to, they can go into those hard drives. They can find out who had ties to Epstein, and it's pretty crazy. But obviously his his mysterious death, where he right. found himself in his uh, prison cell, uh, yeah, a lot of people are buying that one, especially if ties to the Clintons, so. Anyways, uh, we did discuss this last week, but uh, a couple of rest in peace announcements for those that have passed on include Bonnie Pointer, one of the member of the famed Pointer sisters had passed away, um, but no cause of death announced just yet. She actually left the group uh, and then the group um, continued on um, to have huge hits in the 80s, I think in the 70s yeah. when, when she was a part of um, that group. Um Bruce J. Friedman, we talked about Splash last week, the film Splash. He was the screenwriter of Splash. Passed away at the age of 90. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Friedman. Uh, Claude Heater, famed opera singer. Um, and uh, Ben-Hur had passed away. Mm. 
Kurt Thomas, the first U.S. male to win the gold medal at the Olympics, the Gymnastic World Championships, um, suffered a stroke and had passed away. And um, former professional wrestler Johnny Walker, known as Mr. Wrestling 2, passed away at the age of 85. And wow. that is um, those that have passed on. Wow. And so, um, <clears throat> yes, everybody wants sports and and uh, to, to come back. Obviously, UFC has come back. WWE has come back. Um, but other sports like NBA and baseball have yet to come back. But uh, apparently NBA um, should be returning in July. And uh, they're going to play their games in Walt Disney World. That's kind of interesting because mm. NBA and uh, Walt, uh, Walt Disney actually, um, I guess they have a, um, a working relationship. So another thing that Disney can own is the NBA. <laughs> they own everything right. else. But Disney owns ES- everything. ESPN. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They own ESPN. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But speaking of USC, can, I don't know if this is for good, but Conor McGregor announced on Twitter that he is retiring from MMA, ending his career um, as one of the most wow. successful of all time. Um, he's announced his <laughs> retirement before, so I don't know what he used to just announce his retirement. Then he comes back um, because he's offered some huge money to, to yeah, fight. exactly what it is. Like he's gonna say he retired, and they're like, well, "We'll give you this much money to come back." And yep. we're like, right. We're like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> WWE still continuing, guys. As you know, they have. Um, um nxt uh, performers and like trainees in the audience but they're actually announced that they're actually going to bring slowly bring in fans to um the performance center it's a performance center they can bring in fans but they can space them apart just like um just like they do um with uh the performers like that I, well, TNA doesn't really have it. <laughs> well, I figure the fans are spaced apart because they can't get enough to fill it up. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> too soon? But, too soon. <laughs> TNA's doing crazy things. In fact, they're, uh, did you know that the TNA world champion is uh, is Tessa Blanchard? Is who? Tessa Blanchard. Tully Blanchard's daughter is oh, the man. world is the world champion. Wow. Against like men the, and stuff? Against She wrestles men. Oh. <laughs> Not wild. <laughs> She's lovely too. She's a good looking girl. But uh it's uh yeah, Tessa Blanchard, man. It's kinda oh, crazy. Yeah. I mean TNA really wants to be very innovative. They're they 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 made their their uh, world champion um a woman, so if they wanna get people talking, they certainly have, that's for sure. Well, um, I think I think we're, we're the only ones talking about it. <laughs> maybe so. Um yeah, she's definitely son- better than her father, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Must have, took off her, must have took after her mother's looks. Yeah, mother's looks for sure. <laughs> no offense to Tully Blanchard. No, yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, sure. he's definitely a legend. Yeah. Um, are you going to check out Backlash this Sunday, Chachi, on the WWE Network? I will not. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, yeah. they're touting Edge versus Randy Orton as the greatest wrestling match ever. That's their That's their highlight match. Huh. Yeah, um. <laughs> I'm gonna call bullshit on that one. <laughs> also, the big it's match be better than Steve versus uh, Macho Man. Uh, highly unlikely, but you never yeah. know. They I, supposedly they work really they work their asses off. This match has already been taped, by the way. So as you know, they're not ta- they're not shooting their pay per views live anymore. So 
I mean, it's kind of like a dumb thing to say, though. I mean, why say it's the greatest wrestling match ever and put it up so high that people are going to be disappointed because it's not going to be the best ever? Yeah. You know, you used to say, like, oh, check it out, see what you think. And then they'll be like, wow, this is really good. Instead of, you know, you're going to have these expectations up to here. Like, it's the expectations, be the best exactly. Wrestling match ever, nice. especially in front of, like, no audience. I mean, how could it could. It could possibly be the best wrestling match ever, but with no studio audience or not like a big crowd. It's not gonna yeah, they're having the training. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to see. wait and see if it lives up to the hype. Um, but Bobby Lashley will be challenging Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. Um, that was a big feud in TNA, actually, when they were both there. And in a handicap match for the uh, Universal title, Miz and Morrison challenge Braun Strowman. I'm just not a fan of handicap matches. I'm just not. It just it just takes the realism out of it. You know, you're 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 we're pitting two people versus one person. I mean, I know I realize Braun Strowman is a monster, but I mean, come on. I, I just just not a fan at yeah, all. Yeah, because then if I'm um, missing um, is it Miz and Morrison? You said it's a Morrison, yeah. Then like if they win, people will be like, well, you you um. You only beat one guy. It was two of you. But then if they beat Miz and Morrison, they'd be like, oh, you guys lost, you know, to only one person. So it makes them look weak. So either way, nobody really gets over, I don't think. That's brilliant. That's a very good observation. That's really good, actually. I didn't think about it that way. It's different It's different for, like, a squash match, you know what I mean, where you're going to be like. Yeah, for a squash match, it's different. But for, yeah. like, Universal Championship match, it makes no sense. Right, Morgan? No. <laughs> I know you have nothing Yeah. Morgan, Morgan knows. Morgan knows. And- I know nothing about WWE or yeah, TNA. Yeah. I don't even know what TNA is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Nodding Total really nonstop follow. action. Yeah. Yeah, cut that, cut that clip out um, where Alex says she doesn't know what TNA is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for, for highlighting. Yeah, right. highlighting, yeah. Right, not edited out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they have Jeff, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. And... Uh, there's a lot of buildup for this particular match because they did a really crazy angle where um, Jeff Hardy got in a car accident and they're supposed to say that he's still not recovered from his alcoholism or whatever. Um, but mm. it's rumored that Sheamus would be uh, behind setting him up, you know, when, you know, to get in that car accident when he really is sober now, um, which is interesting if that, that, that happens. But, um, um, but, uh, what else is going on? Oh, so WWE Network is going to have a f- different tier program. They're going to have a f- like a free version. And they're also going to have the uh, the paid version with the pay-per-view. So everybody can watch WWE Network. And, you're not, and, a, um, and it's not required to have a credit card, to, to, to put a credit card in. So mm. that's kind of like, um, you know, every, now, now, you know, more people can, you know, can be, uh, can watch this during the, uh, you know. End of the pandemic, which I, I guess I'm hoping is the end of the pandemic. But so does, does the free version have commercials? Good question. Okay. Good question. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, because I do have the um, subscribed version, but it would make sense that it does. I mean, just the way, same way YouTube, you know. Is I mean, it's wrestling. really a great deal if you're into wrestling. I mean, you get pay-per-views uh, for ten dollars a month when they used to be like what, like, like forty or fifty or more. Exactly. You know, so if exactly. just that alone, if you're into wrestling, is a great deal. But um, I'm wondering how many people now are going to um, just do it for free and not pay for the um, premium version. Well, yeah, the thing is, if you want to see the pay-per-views, I don't think they're going to go on the free version. No, they're not. But, I mean, a lot of people will be fine just with the other. With the other content? content. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Um, 
takeover in your house was last Sunday, and we saw a new women's champion for NXT as Io Shirai captured that title. And on NXT, we actually have a new cruiserweight champion in El Hijo del Fantasma. This is a really good angle, Chach. This is um, Drake Maverick, who was released from WWE. He was already in the tournament. They they, they get him to like the tournament finals. He loses and he thinks he's fired because he didn't, you know, win the title. Mm. Triple H comes out, gives him a contract, gives him a big hug, and Drake Maverick, even though he lost the match, still has a contract because he, he, he worked his ass off yeah. uh, during during the whole tournament. So it had a really nice little story about it, you know. So yeah. I, mean, I think you're saying a lot of stuff that people don't care about <laughs> <laughs> for this. Well, a lot of people know no, who Rob, Rob Rob Gronkowski is, right? Uh, he was. Apparently he had to uh, use his claws to uh, get out of his contract um, because he you know, he did intend to wrestle for WWE, but now he's going back to f- football and he'll be with his buddy Tom Brady in the uh, Bucks, Tampa mm-hmm. Bucks. So he had to drop the um, 24/7 title. If you don't uh, remember that one, so it had to be devastating for him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I'm sure he's been crying about that every night. I mean, this is really horrible. So I sent you this, Chachi. So one of the released superstars, um, Zack Ryder, known as uh, – his real name is Matt Cardona. They fired him, right? But then they asked to use his pool to tape a segment. Right, yeah. Who mm. fires somebody and then says, hey, can we go to your house shoot, shoot you know, a segment at your pool? his um, girlfriend, Terrible. right? His, his girlfriend is, is a current <laughs> WWE superstar yeah. on NXT, Chelsea Green. But they should know that they're married or either engaged or married. And it's it's you know he said he was furious he was absolutely furious. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I'm that sure. That yeah. It's a slap in the face. It's a yeah. huge slap. Yeah. In the yeah face. Imagine getting fired from your office job and then like a month later, um, the office calls oh. up your um girlfriend. They're like, oh, you mind if we come over there for an office um summer party? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hell no. Yeah. Exactly. See, <laughs> no class. This is heartless. Completely heartless. Also feel bad for Jinder Mahal. He came back from injury, wrestled, and got injured again. Had to have knee surgery, so he'll he'll be out for a while. It's crazy. He literally just got back from from being injured and then gets injured again. You got to feel for the guy, man. It sucks. Um, and um, WWE superstars um, have been supportive of the BLM movement, Black Lives Matter. Becky Lynch was actually with Seth Rollins at a protest to honor George Floyd. In Iowa, Davenport, Iowa. That's where the um, where um, Seth Rollins is from. Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson actually spoke about it um, on uh, his social media to personally uh, address Trump because Trump has been silent, uh, kind of silent on the issue, other than saying, "Oh, the jobs are back. It's a great day for George Floyd," you know. But uh, I think he's kind of like you know um, highlighting that aspect that Trump is kind of not you know, been too vocal about the situation. In fact, you see Joe Biden meeting with, like, you know, the Floyd family, but you don't see Trump anywhere. I don't know why, but... Uh, he's in his bunker. He's in his bunker complaining about Obama's mess. <laughs> I, I, I have to admit I did laugh at that. <laughs> he said Obama left the bunker a complete mess with no food. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear, yeah, I didn't hear that either. <laughs> Yeah, he said, uh, yeah, it's his tweet. He's like, so yeah, the mess in the bunker left by Obama. There was no food. 
isn't that isn't that someone's job to keep that like <laughs> clean and stocked like just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I drink the beer in there. yeah and uh you know who uh eight persona non grata uh at aew would be that's hulk hogan and linda hogan banned from all elite wrestling chachi um well, Hogan, they're still not happy about the um, racist um, recordings that you know he was caught on recording and alluding to, um, you know, saying some racist remarks. And wait, wait, was he was he uh, in AEW? Well, there's uh, basically the CEO Tony Khan said that he's not welcome. Oh, so Hogan wasn't even in there. He was never there ever. Yeah, but that actually uh, was the same case for Linda. Because Linda Hogan wrote on social media, watching the looting, it's all Afro-Americans. Not sure how robbing and stealing set the record straight, but if they want to be heard, they need to be civilized. So Tony Khan, the CEO of AEW, (laughs) said, you've now joined your husband in being banned from all AEW shows. I mean, that's dumb what she said, because I've seen a lot of white people looting and rioting on there, too. But, I mean... Who's this guy from AEW? Like, who even cares about him? Like, oh, he's a CEO. He's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's, in, he's. But did, but did they even ask to be in the in the federation? I mean, no, no, I don't think they have. I mean, he's just trying to posture on social media. I mean, it's, I mean, as far as I know, it's a shit organization, right? Oh, AEW. A yeah. Shit? I would not say that, Chach. No, they got. They, but, I mean, it might do decent. I mean, it's like, it's like on TNA level. It's not like anything WWE. No, I think it's actually be- it's a lot better than TNA. It might be a better product, but it's... How have, you ever wa- have you ever watched it? No, no. And I, I probably wouldn't, but like... <laughs> I mean, they I got mean, Chris Jericho, who is awesome. They have, um, they have um, John Moxley, former, formerly known as um, Dean Ambrose in WWE. Um, they have Kenny Omega. They have the Young Bucks. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. Remember you yeah. used to say that you coined that. Uh, that was um, my idea. <laughs> his brother Dustin Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes. I mean, they had a full, a pretty full roster. They're also known for having the first transgendered woman um, wrestler. Well, thank God. Yeah. Um, Nia Rose, the first transgender woman. Wasn't wrestler. wasn't Goldust that? Well, no, he wasn't transgendered. He was I just uh, uh. just a freak. Uh, was um. <laughs> Who was it? The um, who, who's the other one? Um, Adrian Adonis. Yeah, Adrian Adonis. Well, they didn't fully transition. Ah, okay. Yeah. Pre transition. The, the Nyla actually transitioned into a woman, fully. Mm. So it wasn't just a character. This was someone I, that I see, literally. I seen a reason of them like trying to single out Hogan, who helped um, build wrestling, and it, it wouldn't be it probably wouldn't even be around today if it wasn't for um, Hogan working with Vince McMahon. So yeah. I see no reason for the the CEO to single him out, especially if he wasn't trying to even come there. Yeah, he never made any intentions, but I guess it yeah. sparked because of Linda. Well, you know, if well, he, Linda he, said those things, he said he wasn't, invo- wasn't invited there. Yeah, before Linda's <laughs> comment. Yeah, I guess. To me. Yeah, I guess he said it after after Linda made that comment. It's like some it's like some um, CEO of a wrestling federation saying like Ric Flair is not invited here. It's like right. <laughs> I would have, you know, some kind of respect for um, the Hall of Famers and legends that that came before. Anyways, it seems like everybody's at the Twilight Hour and yeah, well, it is like midnight. Ready to wrap tonight's show? 
We always end with birthday shout-outs. So happy birthday to the following on June 10th. Actor Frankie Faison from The Wire. Gotta love Frankie. 71 today. Uh, Actress Gina Gershon's 58. Actress Jeanne Triplehorn, 57. Kate Flannery from The Office. Kate Flannery's awesome. She's 56. Elizabeth Hurley. Now, Elizabeth Hurley looks amazing, by the way. Love her. Seeing her Instagram, she still looks amazing. She's great, yeah. She's 55 and looks almost the same as she did, you know, in her 30s. Yeah, she's, 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 crazy. she's aging great. She, <laughs> she has denied, um, she has defied um, Father Time. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she must be this, um, banging Father Time. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, all right, I'm not going to mess with you. Whatever. You're going to look as good as you ever looked. <laughs> That's hysterical. Well, this is kind of cool. One of my favorite bands from the 90s is the Pixies, and both the guitarist and the bass player share a birthday today. Uh, they're um, oh. yeah, Joey Santiago and Kim Deal. Um, cool. Joey's 58 and Kim is 59 today, so that's kind of cool. That's got to be so rare for two people in the same band to have the same the birthday. same band right? to have the same yeah. birthday one yeah. year apart. Yeah, Isn't that cool? Join birthday yeah. parties. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Faith, <laughs> Faith Evans is 47. Uh, actor Hugh Dancy's 45. Gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. Actor DJ Qualls. Memphis Beat, Hustle and Flow. He is um, 42. Shane West, also um, from ER and now and again, is 42. Um, and Tristan Mays from The Vampire Diaries is 30. That's birthdays today. Happy birthday. Awesome. So. But yeah, it was a tremendous show from top to bottom, guys. Wow. Thank Great you so much. Show. A lot yeah. of fun. We'd like to thank, of course, our celebrity guest, rapper, Chef Sean. Check out No Name, the remix on YouTube. One of the most uh, enticing music videos I have to Probably do. the best art gallery I ever saw. <laughs> the right. best art gallery you know, ever. I think Aaron Brown's to go on the next, the next music video. Would, would yeah. either yeah. of you been in Chef Sean's video? Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I didn't get I my Filipino jeans. Oh, you I would have the... been the one that was walking around the art gallery with him. You know? Oh, okay. You want to keep it classy. Yes. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, Nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm ready for this pandemic to get over with so I can go back to art galleries because I've been missing out all these years, I think. Yeah. Cultured, ev- cultured events. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know all this stuff was going on in art galleries before, so I've been missing out. It's getting there, guys. It's getting there. It's getting there. So slowly but surely, we are reopening, and we're happy about that, guys. So let's thank, of course, the panel, the one and only, the adorable one, Ali Dash. Thanks for coming back on BTV. Thanks for having me back. And that's right. I'll let her say all the monikers. But Morgan Fabulous, take it away. Say your your grace, uh, the queen of the Andals, the unburnt, the mother of dragons, Marine. <laughs> I knew it at one point. You yeah. did know it to a team. What's that Game I of Thrones so bar? I went to the Game of Thrones bar. And you bar. sat on that throne and you uh, reiterated I all had the big on. That was amazing. That was one of my favorite yeah. things I've ever seen. That was a good time. Did you get it on video? Yes, yes on video. It's somewhere, but I will learn it again awesome. for the next time. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This was a great show. This good was show. Good time. Yeah. And of course, King Chachi, the king of the 80s. The king. Chachi McFly. It's great to come together and have, I think, 
you know, calm, rational discuss discussions with people. Like, you know, we don't always agree on this show. And I'm sure a lot of people who are listening don't agree with our opinions, but, you know, we all have different backgrounds and we don't sit here and scream at each other or talk down to each other. Mm -hmm. I think we can like, you know, see many different points of views. And I think that's what a lot of people should be doing out there instead of just all the fighting on social media. Absolutely. Agreed. Is that why you took a break from social Good media? Conversations. Yeah, social media is just different now. Like, you know, like back in the day, it was just like to see what your family and friends were doing, um, to see what kids they were having, to photos, see like girls you like, to see like where, where people were going. But now it's just yes. like, people arguing and everybody wants to be right. And sharing these right. articles that bring, you know, bring you down, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes you see on social media, somebody say something to somebody else and they're like, Oh, you know what? You're right. I never saw that um, point of view before. I agree with you. No, it's always mm -hmm. screaming like, well, you're wrong. Like, like I right. love Trump. I hate Trump. I love Obama. I hate Obama. And it's just constant, like people just clashing all the time. And like, you know, back in the day, people weren't like that. I mean, in real life, I mean, how many screaming discussions do you get like at the office or like right. uh, with your friends? Not often, you know, it's more civilized, mm -hmm. but on social media, like all that civility that goes out the window and then people are just screaming and blocking each other and like trying to cancel each other. And it's, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. I think, I think it, there's a lot of good with social media that can be ha happened and bring awareness of stuff. But I think a lot of people just use it to just prove their point and try to like belittle other people. Yep, and that they, they, they should use it for more positive purposes. Yeah, um, for mm -hmm. sure. And I can understand. Since quarantine, yeah. I've been yeah. like, got hooked on TikTok. My daughter is obsessed oh, with TikTok. So now I'm like, <laughs> I feel you're like, like such TikTok an old queen? person on there. Without all these 30s, 40s, like all these, like, it's yeah. becoming a, a lot of people, quarantine. A lot of, a lot of, like, not too it's many straight, not, for, not too many straight men on there. It's a lot of like women and gays. Yeah. I haven't seen my, no, my daughter just, is like constantly doing TikTok dances 24/7 now. <laughs> it's a well, lot. <laughs> Morgan, I can I can picture you on a TikTok. I did a few, but it's just still like it just takes a lot of time. Like yeah. you gotta you gotta practice it. You gotta get. The, I, I don't know. I mean, I have a, a lot going on in my life too, but. <laughs> Course, the kids just all. do it all the time and it's just like I, <laughs> I know. okay well, some people it is live, fun some people live their whole entire life through social media and like it, right and they take yeah. away from their real life like they don't care about having fun where they're at they want to appear they're having oh, fun on social media exactly. you know, i know so some they, i know someone exactly like that chachi I yeah get, especially at I a concert i've concerts and i've, I've filmed, i hardly uh, ever post anymore yeah, like I film, I film different acts at concerts or whatever. But there's some people who just go to a concert and just film the whole entire thing on their phones on Snapchat. And even before when Snapchat would just disappear, you couldn't like archive it. Like, mm. right. Like you're spending your whole time instead of watching and enjoying the show, you're spending the whole yeah. time to some people at home. I can do see one it. hit song. That's my yeah. rule. When I go to a show, I'll do their most popular song only or the one I love yeah. and one song only. That's the one. I, I mean, I, I love my one song. Yeah. Sorry, I just really my um one second every day because I get oh, one gonna second do, of video you, yeah, every day yeah. and I don't I oh yeah I'll have to do yeah. that. She's gonna do a one second cute. video. Here we go. Everybody put on their their work. Cool. Yep. Awesome. And then I just take a second from that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank she, you all. Has a good thing going. It's one second out of her day. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. What you, what you love do that app. I need to. I've been posting.
to my April and May. And, and God willing, Allie, we'll be able to do that at Awesome Con. It's now moved to oh, December. Yeah. Now moved to December, so fingers crossed. I want to go. Yeah. All right, guys, this is a tremendous show from top to bottom. Thank you Great. all for being a part of it. Be excellent to each other. Close <laughs> and the song to close out tonight's show is Chef Sean. Nice. His song, No Name, the remix. And we'll see you guys next week. Until then, guys, peace. Peace. Tell all of your business, ain't nobody else's business That's the reason they don't know my name I don't even come around your block I don't hang around no ops That's the reason they don't know my name no, no, She no. let me hit and I ain't know her name I hit and that she gone the same I split and I went down my lane I could never be the same She said she love me, now it's looking like I'm powder Used to say she quiet and dressed I guess that's just how she was brought up yeah, she like Prada, she like Gucci, she like Fendi She run my bag, she poppin' tags, she hit my stash until it's empty Now we pull up trippin' while she trippin', talkin' bout some I ain't bout to mention, but I got the she need the easy I like them black girls, white girls, Spanish girls The ones with big butts, big hair, and big curls Tight throw it back in love to smash girls Tight to like sex with me with two girls But I still slang B Like I sell dope It is still one thing That I don't know what her name is I'm still trying to figure what her name is Name is I'm still trying to figure what her name is Ain't nobody else's business That's the reason they don't know my name I don't even come around your block I don't hang around no ops That's the reason they don't know my name Should I reintroduce myself? No cap, not trying to do myself Run around streets with you Not trying to lose myself Run around streets with heat Not trying to shoot myself Run around strap with pole Not trying to hurt nobody Pull up real smooth with dope Just trying to work the body Find a real chick she cool, she turn up to the county, find a real chick. She smooth, ain't tryna hurt nobody. She a real chick. She smooth, ain't tryna hurt I nobody. Like black girls, white girls, Asian girls, the ones with big butts, big hair, and big curls. Type throw it back in love to smash girls. Type to like sex with me with two girls, but I still slang B. Like I said though, it is still one thing that I don't know what her name is. I'm still trying to figure what her name is, name is I'm still trying to figure what her you name is You to tell all of your business Ain't nobody else's business That's the reason they don't know my name I don't even come around your block I don't hang around no ups That's the reason they don't know my name We should keep it low mm-hmm. I ain't with the trauma I don't want no problems But I know you got a Lambo, keep it low, low, low I'm just trying to can you keep me up? Don't tell me it's too much for But the same cheek. That's your foot of the goat. And it's just one thing. Ain't more real, no. I got that word, word. That make a quick that Told me to sit back. Ride it like six flags. Handle my big neck. You're the type to tell all of your business. Ain't nobody else's business. That's the reason they don't know my name. I don't even come around your block. I don't hang around no ups. That's the reason they don't know my name.
Well, it has been a ill show tonight and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying. Until next time, keep chilling. Like a villain.